Welcome everybody to The Buffer. It is episode 63, Wednesday, March 29th. And before we dive into everything, a shout out to Simon who couldn't be with us today. He may join us halfway through. We don't know. Maybe stuck at the airport, maybe stuck in uh, counterintelligence. We don't know where he is. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, before we jump into it, because there's a lot of NBA here, right? The playoffs are almost upon us. But we would be remiss if we didn't for the second episode in a row. Also forget to mention March Madness basketball, which funny enough for the listeners who listened to the last episode. Oh, yeah. We got so much hate about our sports bracket. A lot of feedback, let's say. So much hate or opinions about our sports movie bracket, but not a single person said, hey, why didn't you guys talk about March Madness? (laughs) Not a single person complained, not one of our listeners at least, that we didn't actually talk about basketball. It was just about the movies we picked or we left off. So we will not make that mistake again. We have learned there was actually some exciting games that happened in the last few weeks since we recorded. Ham, give me your thoughts. I know you don't watch much, but I, you've been watching a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I haven't watched all of them. But, you know, uh, this year, uh, you know, the mon- the name of the whole tournament is March Madness. And sometimes it's pretty much like chalk, you know, like the best teams, the Blue Bloods make it through eventually. There may be like an upset early on. But this year was just chaos like once again a 16 beat a one do you what are, what are, what are they again um fairly fairly, fairly dominion dominion university. university yeah some random ass school in that didn't Jersey. even have a, like a cheerleader squad they had to rent one out <laughs> i wonder is that like a requirement why not just go without cheerleaders they wanted to seem legit let's okay. legitimize our program by having some <laughs> well, hired worked. guns it worked but uh yeah so a lot of upsets like uh this was like the first time since this tournament thing uh was the way it's set up currently uh where no number one team made it to the elite eight uh, there's no number ones, there's no number twos, there's no number threes. It's oh, just, wow. It's, it's like a very unusual uh, year. They're like Miami got in. Like there's a lot of like random stuff. And on the women's side, you know, so I watched a few of the men's side. Um, yeah. And then I watched, you know, the, the, there was this interesting like tweet. I can't find anything to substantiate it. But there was a tweet that said that the Iowa-Louisville game, a big showdown in the women's Caitlin side. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark and... Uh, Female Steph Curry, man. Yeah, against uh, Louisville. Uh, and it was like a high-scoring game. It was like almost 100 points yeah. they scored. Uh, it outdrew any NBA regular season game. Wait, NBA? NBA regular WNBA season. WNBA or NBA? NBA. Wow. Whoa. I, I, wait but again, I could wait, not was find that, a was, second source. What was that uh, sports Twitter handle that made up fake shit? Remember <laughs> Barry McCockiner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a Barry McCockiner uh, tweet right there. It could be. Uh, in a future episode, we'll correct it. But for the time being, that is I mean, crazy. It, it, it drew very well. Um, but it, it's been entertaining. Uh, the tournament kind of lends itself to entertainment because it doesn't matter who is playing. It's almost kind of it reminds me of your favorite uh, uh, thing, Olympics? which is the Olympics. Which is Ooh. does anyone actually watch like? the national like swim meets uh, or anything that leads up to the every four no, years. Even right? I do not do that. Right. So like maybe the track and field sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, that's almost kind of like by happenstance if on a Saturday you just happen to have yeah. it on. But everybody watches the Olympics for two and a half weeks. Um, it's kind of like that with the March Madness. It doesn't matter who's who. You kind of know this, how the game works and you watch it and it's entertaining and then you forget about it. And th- so far it's been an ent- entertaining run. Uh, how about you, Mike? How about your alma mater? One of your alma maters. Yes, sir. So tell everybody, where did you get your graduate degree, master's degree? My master's in business administration, sir. From? Florida Atlantic 
yeah. university where he was go owls go, do they make an owl noise no <laughs> we just do the uh oh, what's the, the three name pointer. um what's the name the eye, the eye goggles the, the, the famous <laughs> fau uh running back on the bills uh singletary oh okay. Devin singletary yeah he's, now, a, he's for the, an owl for okay. the listeners that's you know he, he oh that's okay the little thing right there. for the it's listeners dope. you know mike was prominently featured on the uh hashtag fatherhood Promotion on a Marta bus flyer or something? Oh, that's right. That yeah. Binion yes. vowed I, to put his on eventually? Yes. Weren't I you was. also prominently featured on some FAU paraphernalia, Correct. some literature? I, on marketing the material? literature marketing for uh, the, the, the by graduate the, school. By the way, it, 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 it proves the fact, fake news. <laughs> oh, my God. Fake news is spread all around the country. Mike got a degree team. I got, a, yeah. got two degrees. Binion, I think you're I'm just... talking about fatherhood. I'm talking about fatherhood. I think on that point, do they follow up like five years later? Hey, are you still a good father? Like, a little, a little, <laughs> do they not Yeah, because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing at what okay. I do. But your, yes, kids, your kids are let's... still alive. You're a good dad. <laughs> Correct. Good dad. That's, that's half the battle. Right Wait, so there, how proud man. are you of your boys, man? I'm very proud. I'm very, I'll be honest. I'm shocked. I did not think. I thought they were going to get... Uh, their asses handed to them probably in the second round. I forgot who they were playing. Yeah. But after that, that win, I was like, yeah, we, we got this. That's a confident team. They're, they don't seem to be concerned. Well, no, no, about yeah. I, no, my bad. At the first round, I thought they were going to get their ass handed to against uh, Kansas State. I think they played or, or something Is that like who that. they opened? Okay. No, 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 no. That was the last game. But either way, uh, when I found out their second round opponent was FDU, I was like, yeah, oh. they're – Getting into they barely fucking... squeaked by FDU though. It yeah, was by like closer. nine points. I mean, but whatever, it, fuck ever. Yeah, they went on. Uh, FAU went on a run in the last like two, three minutes, but it was like within like four or five points. Yeah, and look but at us yeah. now. Yeah, that's Man, pretty good. That, that's just what we do. Go Owls. Benium, how much do you care about this tournament? Well, the only reason I care about this tournament is because you know. So apparently, so my boss is uh, he went to UConn, right? Oh, and awesome. then my, my wife's boss also went to UConn. You know, oh nice. So it's it's very and your boss went to UConn. Our, as yeah. in your wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the home the home bleed, the home bleeds blue. But it's just very important I, I pay attention to what UConn does, you know? It might be contingent on, you know, how much of a raise I get. So yeah. other than that, man, the I women, mean, the women were knocked out though, right? The women, the women failed to advance yeah, for think, the first time so, in a yeah. long yeah. time. But they went I mean they they went so much that it doesn't even matter yeah. at this point. Like they, they've probably won, I don't know, eight of the last Sixteen or probably more than that. Yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, that that really doesn't matter. But I haven't been paying attention, um, school by school. But I'm. It's very interesting that San Diego State, yeah, Florida Atlantic, uh, you know, even even uh, Miami, Miami, which yeah. historically is not a basketball school, right. has made it so far. You know. Yeah. One of one of the uh, the arguments that some are raising for why there's this chaos. I mean, like last year was pretty uh, like a lot of blue bloods made it through. Uh, this year it's a little more chaotic. But people are trying to attribute it to the distribution of talent because of the transfer portal. People don't have to sit out. Uh, they can make money wherever they are. So like there, a lot of the talent is spread out and it's not no longer yes. concentrated at the the main the, schools the and and, yeah. and i do wonder if you know like and this is a problem in football in college football too where uh you know like a alabama or a clemson or, or georgia will yeah. kind of over promise you know like they'll yeah. talk up any player but they're also talking up another one in your same position yeah. Yeah. and then you're riding the bench yeah. and then those players can over. then yeah. transfer yeah. just leave and then yeah that team becomes good i i, I do wonder if a lot of that is happening where whatever bullshit the coaches and the recruits told you, if it doesn't pan out, they can just leave. Get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I don't want to stay here. It's kind of good in a way. I mean, I like it. There, there, you know, there's always the argument in every sport about player empowerment, right? right? Is there a line? Whether it comes to contract negotiation, trade demands, free agency, most people, fans, err on the side of the player, right? Right. It's like whatever empowers the player more. 
because nobody wants to be locked into like their nine to five job. Imagine you had a nine to five job and they promised you a salary or they promised you like lead position at your job in your department. And then you come to work one day and there's some other bum there that's got the lead position. And you're like, wait a minute. And then the company says, well, you know, you can't leave, right? Right. You just got to stay here as a subordinate to the guy who took the job we promised you. Everybody be like, fuck that. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? But in sports, that's how it is. They they can just say, okay, well, before at least the transfer portal thing, they would say, hey, you can leave, but you got to sit probably. Yeah, you got to sit. Basically make it so cost prohibitive that you're not going to do it. Yeah. And you probably got to go to some little rinky dink program. But now it's like free for all. Anybody who needs a a, a good player. I just did. I didn't think it was as... uh, I guess I didn't know it translated as much to college basketball. Obviously, college football has been a big deal. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I guess in college basketball, too. I mean, the the, the playing field's practically even, right? They even have – when was the last – besides that other team that, like – what was the other 16th seed? That, uh, that it was uh, – so it was uh, UMBC, like uh, University yeah, of Maryland, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. So uh, it's like – it's it, it seems like it's more frequent because – we never seen that shit before. Yeah, before I mean, it, that, right? yeah, yeah. No, more, more, sixteen and fifteen, more lower half seeds. I think have won in the last like five or six years yeah. than like in the 30, 40 years before. Yeah. It's been like crazy, like of like one sixteen, no sixteen seed ever before a few years ago. Only like maybe one fifteen before. Now all those numbers have like doubled or tripled, and it's like it's all happened recently. Right. So the parity is so uh, prevalent now. And maybe it has some of it has to do with this whole transfer portal thing. I don't know about the players that constituted these teams, right? Like the Miami's, the FAU's, how much of that they had. But it's interesting because you don't think of college basketball with the NIL money. Because you know the differences in college football; those players that are the best go on to be stars in the NFL, right? So NIL money makes sense. Yeah. Like oh, Bryce Young or whoever, they're going to get paid, right? They're going to be like a top five quarterback. But then you get some bum off Miami or something who might not even crack a starting five if 30 teams in the NBA. You're like, he gets NIL money? Right, but that, that's what's good because otherwise they w- this money, they would not have been able to benefit off of their limited, you know, they have like two, three years. And who knows? I don't know anything about FAU besides what Mike tells me. What if they have a very strong <laughs> alumni base and they do the little owl chant and they throw money <laughs> on the side? You know, you can reap some of that money Boca as a player. Is, is rich yeah. as fuck. So, I mean, it's an entirely Jewish community oh, area. What's the connection between those yeah, two? And, and, and they're donating <laughs> really? money to FAU? Really? really? <laughs> Come on, man. Stop my, it. my final thought on March Madness is... Fuck that shit. College basketball's <laughs> terrible. Okay, the FDU is exciting. There have yeah. been exciting games. Like I told uh, Ham, I want to go back like an old man, like a geriatric fuck. Back in my days, there was one channel, one broadcasting network that had the March Madness tournament. That was CBS for the yes. first two opening day games, like the Thursday, Friday, right? The yeah. 64 round. And they would cut away. If any game was close in the last few minutes, they would cut away. So, yeah. yes, if you wanted to see the entirety of FDU versus whoever... You can't, unless right. it was the featured game, which it probably wouldn't be. But if it got close, they would cut away or do a picture-on-picture, and you and it'd be like red zone in the NFL. Yeah, there could be a span of like five minutes where you see three buzzer beaters attempting. You know, and it, I want to go back to that. I don't want to have like spread out over eighteen channels with shitty play. Nobody can make a three-pointer. These all-white boy or, teams or, can't even make a three-pointer. Like, what's the point, man? You, nah, the, college like basketball it. is all about zone defense and shooting perimeter threes, and you can't make threes. These games are in the 50s, some of them. Caitlin Clark, you know, yeah. I didn't watch any of her oh, NCAA man. game. She is amazing. She had like a triple-double. Yeah. Logo threes, man. She is crazy. I, honestly, I the other day the Iowa game was coming on. I think maybe it was the Louisville game. I really wanted to watch it. I could end up watching it, but I had more regret about not tuning into that than any right. of the men's games. 
Anyways, let's talk about real basketball. Let's get to the <laughs> NBA. We have actually not talked about it that much in the past few episodes because the season's been chugging along. But the West is up for grabs, at least for the play-in season. The East is mostly decided. The seedings can go up or down here and there. But the West, the teams are not decided, especially not at the bottom. The West is wide open. Wide open. I just want to make a statement. Yeah. Earlier this year, I made a prediction about the Denver Nuggets. Oh yeah, what was that? And I remember, I, I remember, I said, I said they're going to be, you know, I said they He said, who's going to win? Who has a, you know, a potential of winning, yeah. right? And I, I do believe I picked the Denver Nuggets and Portland Trailblazers. Now I don't know where the Trailblazers are. They, oh, they're so bad. They're, they're uh, not, not quite there. there. <laughs> they're not quite there. Do you watch Why basketball? Why would you even say that video? Not, we weren't going to fact dark, check you. I, I was talking about the dark horses, but oh, they're very dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But at least, you know, the Denver Nuggets no, Denver. seem to be doing pretty well. And I just remember, you yeah. know, someone, you know, someone oh, was uh, it? laughing at me again, you was know. It, was it Mike? Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely Mike. It was definitely Mike. Yeah, what about that Trailblazers <laughs> thing? You're, you're, listen, whatever comment you were trying to make up, it went to shit when you talked about the Portland Trailblazers. Well, who, it was okay. a dark horse, okay. though. Okay, fucking terrible. Benium, considering you had the Nuggets, right, and you're, I guess you're riding that horse still, is there a clear-cut favorite in each conference? And even a clear-cut favorite just win the whole thing? Like somebody you would put your hard-earned uh, salary I can't. In, in each conference, I think, I think you know, of course, like the number ones in the, well, even Memphis. I don't know. Uh, I know uh, Joe Morant is back, but uh, depending on his ability to stay off the court, that's a whole different story. But I think other than the number one and number two seeds, it's the West is up for grabs, man. I mean, you got like what? Like every team is, there's a difference of like five or six games. Yeah, there's like, not a lot, of, a lot separating them, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like it's just whoever catches momentum towards the end that's really going to make a big uh, make a big run. They can make a big run for because you know playoffs is a different season. So let's talk. Let's talk Vegas real quick. So let's just run through the standings real quick. As of today, March 29th. Actually, this is as of the 28th. As of 28th. Yeah. So there's about there's less than 10 games for almost all of these teams left, right? Some only like seven or eight. Uh, The Nuggets are top the Western Conference. Probably got that locked in. They're up by three and a half games. Grizzlies are in second. They probably have that seed locked up. They're up by two and a half. Sacramento. The, the third seed pretty much locked in. I mean, they could tank the rest of the season, but they're going to be locked in the third seed. First playoff appearance in like 16 or 17 years. Wow, what a crazy turnaround, yeah. Then the Suns, Clippers, Timberwolves, and then you got the playing teams, the Warriors. They actually creeped into sixth place, yeah. I think, the other day, last night. Yeah. In the East, Bucks, Celtics, 76ers. I think everyone thinks they're a cut above everyone else, those three teams. Yeah. And then it's a mishmash of mishmash of teams: Cavs, Knicks, Nets, our Hawks. They're going to be in the play-in yeah. at least, but it's a bunch of those teams. So Vegas has the Bucks as the best odds. The Bucks are the number one seed by two games in the East, plus three twenty. The Celtics are right behind them. The Phoenix Suns. Oh, Kevin Durant, plus four fifty. The Phoenix Suns, who are in fourth place, could end up any. Could end up in anywhere from fourth to seventh or eighth. Yeah, because they're not that. I mean, the Warriors are only like a game and a half behind them. Yeah. So outside of the top eight, right, we have the L.A. Lakers, the (laughs) Thunder, the Mavs. I think those are the and, you know, the Utah Jazz. Those are the four potential teams out of there in the West. East. uh, I mean, I don't know who you want to go with. The Raptors, Bulls, Wizards. I mean, I don't know these teams. Any of these teams on the outside or barely looking in, Ham, that you'd be slightly afraid of if you were playing them in the first round? So, you know, looking at the... So the top eight 
uh, based on Las Vegas's odds making, um, is not the top eight with seating. The seating, yeah. right? So they exclude the Kings and the Cavs. These two surprise teams. Well, not necessarily surprises, but like they haven't been in the mix. Uh, they're both playing well, but there's not a lot of uh, consideration for them making it far. The, I think the biggest uh, wild card is Phoenix. You know, like Phoenix. Like so, this week LeBron James returned uh, in a losing effort uh, to, for the Lakers, and Kevin Durant is expected to return this week. Uh, last I heard, it was as of uh, on Wednesday, the day of our recording. Mm-hmm. So there's about seven more games left before the season is over. Like in about a week into April, the playoffs will begin. So the Suns can be the team that gets it all together. They have the firepower. They can make it all the way. Uh, I'm, you know, until the Warriors are uh, eliminated, I'm going to still stick with that team to see how far they get in. Even though they're not, you know, they're they're toying with the play-in or the sixth seed. I think they're going to end up like the fifth or fourth seed. You think That's gonna- I, think. I think the the Warriors are healthy. They've been playing really well, actually, recently, because they had this whole thing where they were so terrible on the road, and now they've won a few road games in a row. I, I mean, I, you can can you call a four-time champion, the defending champion, a sleeping giant? <laughs> yeah. But the Warriors have been overlooked by the average NBA fan. I think right. critics have always been like, watch out. But I would mm. be worried yeah. about the Warriors if I'm a competitor. Yes. If I'm a fan of theirs, I would be kind of excited right now because they're getting healthy. Steph just put up, I think, 39 the other day, yesterday, I think, last night. So they're trending upwards, and they got the pedigree. And they're healthy. Gary Payton uh, Jr., the second whatever, he just came back into their lineup after they retraded for him. Favorite? I ain't got no favorite. Yeah. This is wide open. Yeah. I yeah. would fear the Warriors, and I know people are going to say I'm a homer. Okay? Uh, uh, homer. But I, I don't think the Lakers can win at all because okay. to win three or four rounds in the playoffs, you got to be healthy. A lot of things got to break. Yeah. But well, if, not everything's got to break. Right? Not everything, well, <laughs> street clothes might break. But yeah. if the Lakers end up ultimately with the eighth seed and they play the Nuggets, you tell me Denver fans Ooh, aren't that, a little that, scared. That would be They got to go up against LeBron and AD and beat them at least four times or four times mm-hmm. in seven games. That's like a, that's, a, that's, a, that's um, spicy. But if LeBron and AD can stay healthy, I wouldn't bet against them. But who knows, right? Uh, Mike, you got any any surprise teams maybe you think that will the shock Hawks? us? <laughs> Yeah, please don't say the Hawks. Please don't say the Hawks. <laughs> I had the Raptors or, going to the Eastern. I mean, going bro, to the finals. Or, so they're or, still in. Or, Fal- or the or the Falcons for that fact. That's, you know, who uh, you got? Surprisingly, is Cam- Campbell is signed up. Yeah, give anyway. me a surprise team, man. You got right. one? I don't really have a. I mean, yeah, surprise team, the Hawks. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Lord, with the new coach, Lord, with bum ass Trey Young, man. And yeah, Trey Young, he's he need to fucking calm down, bro. He they're barely he, shooting thirty percent from three, man. I know he's he every he, other game he's like four fifteen. I'm like, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but <clears throat> I'm going for surprise team, the Hawks, out west, uh the Suns. I think they're gonna once you get you know KD. He's back ish, yeah. right? New York Knicks, Eastern Conference Finals. You heard it here. <laughs> don't be Spike a fool. Spike Lee. No, don't do that. Oh, you know what I would love to see? A Knicks Hawks oh, series. Be, yeah. yeah. I don't feel so good about our chances this time around. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, MVP race. We talked about this before, and it was uh, we talked about how Kendrick Perkins thought it was a white bias toward oh, Jokic right, yeah. versus other players. Uh, maybe maybe his conversation, maybe the buffer's discussion of that point had made a difference because now Embiid there is ticking I've up. I've been waiting for him. Joel Embiid is right Embiid. behind Jokic, even though he's catching a little heat. 
for because yeah. just the other day the Sixers and Nuggets played and Embiid did not play. I don't think he's hurt. Embiid comes out before the game and makes comments about I should be the MVP and blah blah blah. And there's no pressure on me because all these other guys have won awards and won nothing. Right. They should feel the pressure. He sits out the game against Jokic, yeah. the guy who's up against for the MVP. The marquee matchup. Award. Yeah. Giannis so, is further back, plus four hundred. Um, I thought it was a slam dunk. Jokic was winning. It looks like Embiid. If he finishes strong, Embiid could probably get it. He's averaging thirty three points a game. Right. Binion, what were you gonna say? Oh no, no. I was just I was wondering like what what fact what factored into him sitting out that game? I think I really he was injured. That. Yeah. Oh, was he actually? Yeah, I think injured? Actually, yeah, I don't yeah. think he would sit okay. out if he wasn't injured. But he did get a lot of flack because he was saying I think. Uh, not only what you just uh, pointed to, Urban, but also like I'm like a two. I'm like a great on defense, and I'm great on you know I'm I'm like a total player. Blah blah blah. Embiid's got a little Durant in him. So Embiid, when he first got in the league and he started to be successful after all those injuries, everybody's like, man, Embiid's so great. He's so honest. He's so funny. He just came to America like five years ago. Man, this guy's adapting so well. But then over the last like three four years, he's a little bit more whiny. He's like, I don't get no respect. Right. And now he's, he's becoming like, everybody love me, love me, love me. And if you don't, I'm, I'm overlooked. And he, when he didn't win Defensive Player of the Year a few years ago, he complained a lot. Right. He's like, I should have won Defensive Player of the Year. I think Gobert, didn't, Gobert ended up winning it. I don't know. All these little slights, he's taking them all too personal. So, I, I don't know. I mean, does anybody have Embiid? Winning? So, okay. So, Embiid, actually, you know what's funny? Uh, as, of, as of the 28th of March, uh, Jokic leapfrogged and beat and beat it was actually the the had the slight edge until he sat out and okay. then it went the other way uh, somebody uh, uh simon i think uh, uh posted this on our group message uh where no one who's played as few games as Embiid has won except yeah. for like one player in the past um he's he's currently at 61 like and they say basically if you don't hit 70 games you're likely not to win and so yeah even and, and currently, it looks like it's going to be, I think Jokic is going to win. Like, probably. Yeah. But voter yeah. bias, if Joel Embiid ends up averaging 34 a game, because he's, he's had like 30 or 40, 30 point games, he's got about the same rebounds. He's passed Jokic in some advanced metrics. So it's not just, you know, unassailably Jokic stat wise, right. right? I could see Jokic getting winning, but not winning as uh, large of a margin, right? right? It'll probably be voter close. Bias. I mean, right? I mean, it'll probably be close. Outcome, but I think yeah, Jokic is probably going to win this now at this point. Because yeah, what, what, what do you think Embiid's going to do now to separate him in, in, in like seven? Games? It's like a week and I a mean, half. I mean, if they left. finish strong and win the East, which they're five games back now, I don't see that happening. But yeah, I mean, like they're that. not going to do that because you're right. There's like seven games left. You would have to not only win all of your games. But Westbrook have, did this when he won the triple double MVP. He he finished very strong the final week. I think he had a buzzer beater against Orlando or something. He he had some flashbulb moments. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what, six seed or seven seed that year. And everybody's like, Russ probably shouldn't win. But he had such a great finish. People were like, fuck it, man. Like, how can we ignore it? The way he finished off. MB just goes off. Yeah. A couple 50-point games. It'll be recency bias. I, I don't know. I think Jokic probably deserves it, though. Mike, do you have any thoughts on uh, MVP? Uh, yeah. I want Giannis to win. Okay. <laughs> That's it. I don't give a fuck about Jokic. He's, uh, he's wanted enough. That's my bias. He so. wanted enough. Giannis, enough. You know Giannis was the previous two-time defending two -time. MVP champion. I thought so. this would be his third. Jokic. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying both Giannis of, yeah. won two in a yeah, row before. Yeah, they're both at two, right? So, they're, you know, it's yeah. not like Giannis has never won. Yeah, but Embiid's, Embiid's never won. Embiid's never won. You know, why not 
if it's this close, why not give him one? You know? Yeah. I wonder if there's Agreed. any voters thinking like the that. Like Carmelo MVP. Yeah, kind of like a, like a. I don't like that. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you earn. No, no, no. But no, they do no, that with the well, Oscars. Where, like this is probably yeah. their best chance to win it. You know, even though it's the, this is yeah. not their strongest DiCaprio performance. DiCaprio on The Revenant. Yeah, yeah. We're like they, they, they got they got uh, snubbed in in a better performance in the past, yeah. and they're like, you know what? We'll do a makeup here. Uh, I don't know. That's I think his only chance is some sort of but, pity. But vote. that's more of a you problem. Yeah. You know, like what, why why does like the fact that you didn't win, you know, for Nicola, Nicola yeah. like if that's Embiid, a you problem. Yeah. If Embiid you know won like, though, yeah. If Embiid won, it wouldn't you we have to flip the conferences around. It used to be if you are third or fourth in the West, that was like, whoa, you gotta take note of that because the West that's is so true. much better Stats. than the East. But right now the East is better than the West. Correct. So being third in the East, that's a big deal, even though they're not winning the East. So Embiid, he deserves it. I don't know if he deserves it of a Jokic, but I wouldn't be mad if Embiid's averaging 33 points a game. Like, th- that's a, yeah, a that's ridiculous number. Yeah. yeah. For a center in today's age, you it's know, crazy. No, no one uh, has uh, picked this team as a some sort of surprise to make a run or to do anything to go far. The Luka and Kyrie mm. the Clown <laughs> may not even make the playoffs. I mean, they're on the, I mean, they're only like, a half a game or a game behind, so they can still get into the playing game. But they're four it is, and eight when Luca and Kyrie have played. Together. It's four and remarkable eight. how this has the wheels have kind of fall fallen apart. Do you think is, is this experiment like already failed, or do you think they can try to do something next year? Although I mean, it depends on what Kyrie does. If it wasn't season. for Shark Tank, <laughs> should Mark Cuban not be under bigger heat? They've won one title, and they rode Dirk. That team yeah. was a bunch of scrubs and Dirk, and they were well put together for who they were. But right. I mean, they, they got, you know, you can argue they were robbed of that other title with the Heat. But yeah, they, you're right. Only one title. Uh, I think a more pressing concern, like how is Kidd still employed? Like Jason <laughs> Kidd should have been fired some time ago. But you're right. I mean, as, as, a, as a... Cuban does not get the heat he should do. Yeah. Cuban exactly. should get the heat, dude. One if he was know, in New York... That's, it's, one thing that I like about him is he he's he's... He's very big on people that he likes to keep around. He keeps around. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of rides the wave up and down. So I, I know, but that doesn't does. translate. And it kind of worked for him because he had like a it generational worked, yeah. talent in Dirk, and yeah. then he got another like Dirk and Luca. Yeah. It's like everything just falls in his lap, you know. So it's like yeah. the Mavs. Though, that, that team is a that team. Yeah, I don't know. They're, I, they're they're battling for the playoffs. Okay. They lost a back-to-back to the Charlotte Hornets. Yes. They lost two in a row. <laughs> to a team that's trying to tank. <laughs> that didn't have LaMelo or Terry Rozier. This team is trying to get Wimbayama yeah. or get in the running for that. And they critical games. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And Luca, look, he he's he's better than Trey. I'm going to, you know, I've, I said that from the beginning. But he should get more heat for them not being that good. I know that team is not great he's around. He's putting Luka. up points, but yeah, you're right. There was like some article. But, I mean, that Trey's that, put up empty stats yeah, for years. I'm not, he's better, but Luca should get heat. Right. If you're a generational MVP level player, he's going to be an MVP candidate for the next ten years yeah. in the top five. Yep. Your team cannot be under 500 in a weakened Western Conference. Yes. You're behind the Lakers, behind the Thunder. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, that, that, you know what? what what's behind in, the Thunder? That's pretty bad. You know what's interesting? <laughs> uh, you know this discuss. Uh, and and Luca had to be on board with the Kyrie trade. They had to have asked him. Yeah. So and I'm gonna, you know, that's true. But you know what's interesting? So like, you know, Luca and Trey commonly talked about because they came from the same draft class. Uh, if you look at their two franchises, like the. The, the Hawks showed promise, and now they've stalled. I don't even know, like, what is the future for the Hawks? It seems like they're just going to be this middling team. I don't that's know. Not maybe, gonna, maybe a whole training I, camp with Quinn Snyder. Maybe they'll 
figure something. Maybe. Out. And then on uh, with with the Mavs, you had uh, a couple of attempts to try to build the team around Luca. The Porzingis thing didn't work. This Kyrie clown bullshit is they not had working. Jaylen Brunson they had was Brunson great, and they let and him they, walk. Yeah. yeah. So so is there a concern with the Mavs that like, hey, maybe this is not the home for me? I mean, I would rather. I would want to see Luca be a Mav forever. I don't want him to, to be going around, but like I do wonder if they're if the Mavs are risk are risking losing Luca if they're just not doing anything to kind of help him win. Obviously, he well, can I don't do think that. I think they have him under contract. I think he they can re up him like next year. So technically, he won't be a free agent, but he has the the oh, so opportunity has, to extend. Okay, and if he declines, then he will be a free agent the following year. So I think he's there for another year, year and a half at least. But basically, if you don't extend him, that's bad. That's if, a if yeah, decline. That's a tell. Yeah, if he's declined, then that that means that he's not happy with what's but happening. Would, I, would Luca take that strong of a stance? Because that would come out. That like, yeah. yo, Luca is. But like, I mean, like he can't be having fun. I mean, they're literally. I mean, they the NBA expanded the playoffs so they can uh, allow more competition at the end because usually by this point, teams that are where Dallas is. Just fucking rest and ta- you know, just tank. They're they're done. So were you were you a fan of the Kyrie trade before, and are you a, st- a fan now? So the or? thing is, no. So the thing with Kyrie is like everywhere he goes, nothing good happens, right? And so like there's always this hope that like if he plays well, because he's still a great player. It's it's yeah. a very weird. I don't I don't understand this guy because when he plays, or you watch him. Like if you don't know anything about Kyrie and you watch him play, you're like wow, that guy is really good at basketball. Yeah. And then just his presence seems to just kind of like drag teams down. I don't know. He's just not a good fit anywhere. Benjamin, are you out, fully out on your boy Kyrie? Or you still got hope for this guy? No, no, let's get it straight. I'm not a Kyrie on the court. Oh, off the I'm court. a Kyrie off the court guy. So <laughs> let's just be clear on that, okay? So I, I like I like the earth is flat. Ah, like yes. And the 45 like, Instagram you know, posts. Oh, you, you love that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like the. And the yeah, burning, burning like sage the, and shit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That okay. part I like. That, but the on-court stuff. He, he, you think the thing is like all the greats. If you look at Kobe, if you look at LeBron, they are like live and die basketball. Right. And everything else comes secondary. Yeah, right. But I think he's let that superstardom get to him to the point where I'm, I'm a, a activist then a basketball player. Right. Who happens to be a basketball player, and that's that's the thing with him. So with that being said, I mean, I think he's. I I, I honestly don't think that any 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 club should take a chance on him at this point but you know they will right i would not right? i would i mean they, they will they do not forget not that much talent out there but Mavs gave it's up. Just, if, you, if you're a logical person right if you're a very logical if you're worried about the biggest thing if you look at if you look at the warriors if you look at um if you look at even the lakers in the bubble if you look at uh milwaukee uh when they won their championship all 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 those teams had something in common chemistry okay and and the problem and the problem is when you inject when you inject um, Kyrie into your club you automatically take away chemistry Correct. so it's like the the fact that they feel like they are uh adding some kind of star power to make to win a championship and in retrospect they're actually taking away the right. ability to win a championship yeah. by adding him and ruining the chemistry right so I'm, I'm just. So, I mean, up. I don't mean to be harsh. I'm, I don't mean to be harsh. I'm, I, I like the guy off the court. He's very entertaining. But if I was a GM, I wouldn't bring him to my club. He's yeah. just another Westbrook man. When yeah. Westbrook goes everywhere, they don't do as well. They look okay at times, but they don't doesn't translate to winning. Ever since he left Oklahoma City, Kyrie looks good at times. When it works, it looks amazing. Trading shot for shot. When he was in Brooklyn, there was a few games there where him and Kevin Durant were going off, and you were just like, this team is unstoppable. Yeah. Anybody can go off for 50. Yeah. 
but it is a bad recipe. He is a free agent this summer. Do not forget. He has not committed to the Mavs, nor have they committed to him. He could just walk. He could and retire also. What if what if the dominoes hit and Luca, because of this season and last, he walks eventually. And then they lose Kyrie in the offseason, so they don't even get to keep him around. And he led to Luca eventually leaving. They lost a couple other good players. Brunson left last season, and then Cubans is sitting there with a bunch of scrubs with nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing in hand. But, you know, maybe that, that, that would be a blessing in disguise because, I mean, if you look at the Kings and the Cavs and even the Nets were still kind of heading, you know, hanging around, maybe just— Oh, my God, the Nets are in sixth place maybe, in the East. Maybe all of oh. these, like, superstars, you, you kind of get uh, so focused on those few players that you, the roster isn't where it should be. Right? Yeah, how did Dallas win there? Only title, right? I mean, they yeah. surrounded Dirk with a bunch of guys, right? Yeah, so you need that, and then, but you can't... and your boy Jason Kidd, who oh, that's right, you're yeah, just shitting on, you know, <laughs> as a coach, I'm shitting him <laughs> as a coach, but but seriously, I, I I think if I mean, you obviously don't want to lose. I mean, Luca losing Luca would be a disaster. Yeah, you cannot lose Luca. You cannot. I mean, that is that would be that would set your franchise back right. you know, a decade probably. If Cubans got to pay him under under the table, like hey, I'll double your salary. Don't yeah. Look at this complaint. He likes to whine into the refs. Eventually, that's gonna bleed into the media. Maybe it's the English language thing. Maybe it's if English was first language. Right. He complain a lot more about his teammates and stuff. But you know, it's easy. It's easy to seem content when English is your second language. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna talk shit about your teammates because you really don't know how Dude, to. He, you know? he does complain a lot though. He complains. He a complains lot, way too much. And actually, everybody's taking note of it now because you know the whole Kendrick Perkins white people bias for yeah. the MVP. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes the same bias applies to complaining. Because if like a Trey Young, again, I'm not trying to compare, but somebody like that complains, yeah. everybody's on these players. Right. Yeah. James Harden, you don't go back on defense, all this stuff. Yeah. But Luca's been doing a lot of the same stuff for years. And nobody really put a spotlight on it until now because he actually got enough tees to get ejected, yeah, suspended, yeah. but then they rescinded it, so he's okay. <laughs> but he held every play. I mean, you know, a Trey, nonverbal communication, like he gets ejected <laughs> by throwing balls at the refs, you know. At their heads. Mike, you were there. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, the refs uh, should have caught it. We got, a special guest. we got a special guest coming in hot from God knows where. Just finished waterboarding. Part the nuts on the faces of sluts. <laughs> Hey man, and you finished up to join hey. us? How many people did you kill on the way to, on the way to Simon the? I didn't even man. cuddle. He's like, I gotta go record. The question is, how many nuts did I bust? <laughs> ah, None, because I'm still fast. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> All right, Simon. Since you jumped in at the end, we're about done with the NBA. But let me ask you: uh, out of these teams, any of these teams, who, do you have a favorite to win anything, or everything's wide open? And then, do you have a dark horse, like somebody in the bottom here that you look like could ascend? At least to the conference finals. Um, I think this. There's no real standout favorite to me. I feel like you know I said this probably at the beginning of the season that it's pretty wide open. Um, and I, I think I had the Suns. I want to say I had the Suns. Yeah, smart yeah. man. And that was before KD. And then I want to say I had this either the Celtics or the Bucks. I think I had the Celtics. Um. And I, st I still feel like it's up to, you know, it's up to really anybody to do their thing. I think it's wide open this year, to be honest but, with you. But you can rule out uh, the Hawks and the Lakers, right? <laughs> I, I, I okay. definitely can rule out the Hawks. <laughs> you know what? The Hawks for sure. The Hawks for sure. 
I didn't say they're winning. I just said they will they will they will make a run in the playoffs. Well that ten game package, you're like a home run shit. <laughs> if there's one team that I think that can make a run at the playoffs, you know, that hasn't a surprise, that surprise, hasn't, a surprise. Well, I mean, I don't think I, I wouldn't say either one of these teams is a surprise because I mean Golden State, you never know yeah. what they can do yeah. until the playoffs yep. actually kick off. Yeah. And then Homer, you know Homer over there said Urban. Nah, Who, the Lakers? I'm, he said the I'm Lakers? not picking them, but when they're healthy, they've been the much Warriors. better since they made those trades. I would be afraid of them. I wouldn't be ducking the Lakers. They're not that good. They're not that scary, but I would be a little bit concerned if I'm the Nuggets and I got to play them in the first round. I think there's some weird stuff happening in that locker room, the Lakers locker room. Like, they don't seem like they... They're gelling. They don't even... Yeah, they don't even really seem like they like, like each, each other. other. You know yeah. what I mean? Man, white boy Austin Reeves, baby. He's been killing it. He's been good, but did you hear what... Like, what, what's that kid's name? Troy Troy something? Troy Brown? Yeah, like he came yeah. out after scoring like 18 points in a game and they were like, what is the difference between... You know, you guys having LeBron on the court and you not having LeBron on the court. And the kid is like, well, I mean, it makes a lot of things easier. It makes the offense flow better. But, you know, we're also happy to have him back. I'm like, dude, like, is this like some underhanded, like backhanded type of compliment to LeBron? Because LeBron told him, he said, once we draft Bronny, you're going to ship your ass out, (laughs) Troy. (laughs) But you know what? Like, like, honestly, that, that is a lot of the complaints from a lot of guys that have played with LeBron in the past is like he clogs up the lane. You know what I mean? LeBron is the offense. That's that's he is the the offense. And so you, you have to adjust your game to him being in the, in the lineup. You know what I mean? And he's, he's, he's ball dominant. It's not like he's somebody like Steph Curry or Clay, Clay Thompson that can, you know, run around a bunch of picks. You know what I mean? Get your guys tired or whatever. Now LeBron needs the ball in his hands. You know what I mean? That's why the, the Russell Westbrook experiment Never really took off my opinion because now you're asking yeah. Russell Westbrook to play off of the ball. Right. And he can't do it either. Yeah. Final verdict on the Kyrie trade. Or is it still the jury's still out, Simon? You giving him another chance? Um, I don't I honestly never gave never never gave them a chance. I mean, I gave them a better chance than I did. But are you I, are you okay with the Kyrie trade? Or you're just like, no, fuck it. That was a bad move the whole way or because he could be a free agent. He can I, walk. If I'm a GM, right, if I'm sitting in somebody's front office or even if I'm the owner, that's not somebody that I want on my team. Like, like you have to get guys to buy into what you're doing. And I feel like Kyrie is a, is a guy that can very easily stop buying into yeah. what you're trying to do as a team. Yeah. So, like, you no matter what it is, even the Lakers, like, they're built similarly to the way that they were in 2020. You know what I mean? But but are guys getting along in the locker room? Are they meshing well with each other? Because ultimately, those are the things that are going to make you fight for the extra inches and yards to be able to win a championship. Right. What about the elephant in the room, pun intended, one named Zion ah. Williamson? The New Orleans Pelicans are sitting there in eighth. They probably they have a decent shot of at least getting into playing. Yeah. Uh, the Pelicans... When they were fully healthy this year, when they started out, they looked, looked pretty good. good. Uh, can they do anything? Not winning the title, come on, no. But any, any you know, the Pelicans. If Zion returns, maybe you know, right? I they win a few the games. Grizzlies. There's, there's in, uh, no kid that I'm round. rooting harder for than I'm rooting for Zion to actually like show what his game is about. But I, I don't know that we're ever gonna see, see the kid that was full, in high school. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, you he's Greg Oden. I told you guys. And but he, I, when he played, when he plays, he's he shows you. But then he just can't stay on the well, court. Too many he's chicken. Got to get in game. Too shape. many chicken yeah. nuggets like Harden. He's got to well, get yeah. in game shape. What do you got, Dog, my man is on Chick Fil A. Dog, he is. <laughs> uh, listen, 
I, again, again, I, I think all this stuff is like really simple with these players. Like the mentality of he got the what you're getting, and that's mentality. why I feel. But that's why I feel bad. I know we're not talking about football. That's why I feel bad for players like Lamar, people that have the mindset of getting better. They happen to get hurt, but then they rehab well. They get better and they get you know in the game. I respect people like that, but people like Zion. He's, oh, you're thinking he's naturally he, just a. You think he's just lazy? No, no, he's he's gifted. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, I'm not gonna take. I mean, he's he's God given, talented, great player. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't know if it's laziness, but it's just the mindset isn't there. If your mindset isn't there, yeah, you're never gonna pan out. Yeah. Think about Greg Oden. I mean, how many it players? It starts with the body, through? right? It starts yeah. with the body. Yeah. Like you, you never really. But the body is a re- the body is 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 a is a result. No, of no, the no. Mindset. Exactly. That's you know what, what that and that's what I'm saying. Like Michael Jordan's best years individually are all in the 80s. Yeah, before the, the title If you runs, look at the yeah. numbers, yeah. the 37-point-a-game th- the season, the 35-point-game, the 32-8-8, eight and eight, yeah. like all that stuff is in the individual season. But if you want to take your game to like the next level and be somebody that affects the game in a great way, you got to get in the lab and get your body right like Jordan. Jordan put on the muscle oh, and you know yeah. what I mean? Started working on his, his flexibility uh, and he became <laughs> a Luka, different player. Luca got to do that too. Yeah. He got to do that. He built differently than Zion, but... I think we haven't even seen the best of Jokic yet. Yeah. Until he yeah. makes that that mental yeah. step to to get his his body in game shape, I don't know that he's a guy too. who's going to yeah. win a championship for you. Yeah. You know, great individual player, but until he gets his body right, and then other guys in that locker room see him get his body right, I'm like, okay, we got to take this more gotcha. seriously yeah. if we want to get to the next level. It just it's 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 not gonna happen. Benium is you know head on head on there. I hey, mean, like you got to get it together. Shout out to the Cavaliers, Spider Mitchell. Yeah, they're right now in the fourth seed, pretty much locked into the fourth seed. Shout out to them and the Sacramento Kings. I mentioned a little bit earlier. Yeah, but that team when That's they team. when they traded away Tyrese Halliburton right for Demontis Sabonis to the Pacers, people love NBA analysts critics love Tyrese Halliburton. They love this guy right, up and coming player, great player. Right, he really is. And everybody was like, man, they lost that trade. Why would they give this guy up? But what they did was they freed up some space for Darren Fox. So no more uh, ball sharing. And Sabonis has been like baby Jokic. Like very, very tiny, like infant. <laughs> Eight pound, baby, baby, baby Jesus, baby Jokic. <laughs> and uh, the Kings are back in the playoffs, man. Yeah. that's Those fans, dude, they deserve like a, a playoff per- team. The Sacramento Queens, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a long That's time ago. Fuck. It, it, does anyone, if they're one of these two teams, Kings or, or Cavs, would you surprise if either of these teams made a, a run, not necessarily win the whole thing, but like make it past the first couple rounds? Like, I'd be like, a little bit surprised. I, the Kings are, I think they're legitimately good, but I wouldn't be as surprised by the Cavs because the Cavs were in the play-in last year. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell has done real things in the playoffs, yeah. right? And none yeah. of the Kings have done really anything. Yeah. So I would be so more surprised by the Kings. Okay. But I think they can be competitive. I don't think they're going to be like one and done. Okay. Yeah. Who would they go against the, the, the Timberwolves are more seasoned than the fucking I would take the Kings, Kings over the Timberwolves. Uh, that Timberwolves team. Carl Anthony Towns, I'm out on that guy, man. There was rumors that the Hawks should trade for him. I'm out nah, on that guy. I'm, I'm good on him. That whole Twin Towers experiment to me is kind of weird. It, it's such a thing of the past. I don't know how they like thought that big. bringing yeah. that and in, in yeah. th- into this era was going to be yeah. great in the 80s. Yeah. Hell no shit. Yeah. Well, Powell and Bynum. I mean, it could work, but that was... Well, that's still a long time. Yeah, this like yesterday. It's like no, that's like 15 <laughs> years ago. That's yeah. fucking. I was that famous pub watching them kill it and beat the Celtics. <laughs> Ham, you want to? Let's go into this next topic. Oh yes, Benium. So we talked briefly. I think it might have been Benium's fillet 
Chris Rock the special or what was the special called again? Um, Selective Outrage. Selective, Selective Outrage, outrage. right? Yeah. And so yeah. we talked about it on the air a little bit. We talked about it off the air a bit. And Benyam comes back a few days later and he's like, you know what? I got to tell you guys something. There's another special out there. It could rival, potentially surpass the Chris I, Rock special. I was special. a little skeptical. Yeah. Marlon Wayans. Ham, tell, God loves uh, me. Tell yeah. everyone about it. It was called what? God, God loves, loves me. Marlon Wayans. Yeah. Every, for the listeners that don't know, yes. which everybody's already probably HBO know. Max. Marlon Wayans, Wayans Brothers. Yeah. Wayne Brother TV show. Part White of chicks. the famous White Wayne Brothers. White Chicks. So many movies. Yeah. Don't so, be a minute to South Central while drinking your juice in the head. <laughs> so, <laughs> scary movie. <laughs> so, by the way, did you catch the, the Wayans special? I've only seen clips of Marlon Wayans okay. um, uh, stand up. So give the, us some context. Okay, I didn't so, watch I'm, it. so I'm going to play a few short clips just to kind of uh, for the listeners out there who haven't watched either of them. Um, so Marlon Wayans had a special on HBO or HBO Max or whatever they call it now. It's called God Loves Me. His whole special, the entire special, is built around the Will Smith Chris Rock slap. The yes. entire special. Cool. Chris Rock has a special. It was like a, this gimmicky live stand up special on Netflix, Selective Outrage. Which one was filmed? First, I, I, I saw yeah, the Chris Rock first. No, and, no, but which yeah. one was filmed first? I wonder. Like, well, I mean, which I would one imagine was shot first? No, was, well, Chris, Chris Rock was live. Was live. So oh, I would imagine that they okay. already had uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Marlon right. Wayans. So what's interesting, even though Chris Rock was one of the, the two slappy. participants, yeah, he had you know hour about hour ten yeah. uh, special. 10 minutes devoted to the slap. I think that yeah. was on purpose. Right. Uh-huh. So 10 minutes. Yeah. So basically, it was you know, genius. So it Chris, was genius. Yeah. So I mean, Chris Rock, yeah. So Chris Rock has his, you know, if you're familiar with the specials, he kind of covers like topical stuff, relationship stuff, kids, kids stuff. And then he'll go to his, his finisher. And so like, he kind of had a similar setup. It's, it's, it's interesting. The, the, uh, the choices made by both. So I'm going to play a couple clips, uh, from mm-hmm. Chris Rock. So, like I said, most of it is not related to Will. Right? Spoiler so, alert. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah. For people so, who have not watched the special. So I'm just going to uh, uh, play one uh, clip this that's is Chris Rock? not. Yeah. Chris Rock, Selective Outrage from Netflix. Um, this is not related to the Will Smith slap. And then everything else will be Chris Rock, Will Smith slap. Mm-hmm. All right. They say men have all the power, but we don't. We mm-hmm. don't have all the power. Women have the power. You ever notice how you can tell? What kind of neighborhood you in just by who's not working? Think about it for one second. You can tell what kind of neighborhood you in just by who's not working. If you're in any neighborhood in America at 12:15 in the afternoon on a Wednesday and you see women with sweatpants on coming out the gym, pushing babies, riding bikes, that's right. Having brunch, going to Soul Cycle. <laughs> Chances are you're in a nice neighborhood. There's probably a Whole Foods nearby. <laughs> That's right. Wherever women ain't working is an amazing place to live. Now, let's switch it up. If you're in any neighborhood in America at 12:15 in the afternoon on a Wednesday and you see men, in sweatpants, smoking cigarettes, hanging with their boys, lifting weights in the yard, riding children's bicycles as their actual transportation, then you are in danger. Whatever 
men don't work is fucking dangerous. That's right. That's right. That's right. Women have all the power. Shit. My ex-wife is the smartest woman I know. She got just as much money as me. Ain't funny at all. <laughs> so that's everything else going forward will be uh, the special. All right. So just to kind of set it up. So the way, so the way Chris Rock does it. So he delves right in. He talks about everything else, and the last ten minutes is all uh, what happened uh, a year ago. So I'm gonna. There's three clips here where he he kind of sets it up, explains what happened. Like, hey, that was your wife doing the thing. Like, what, what you? You're referring to the Wolf, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, snap, yeah, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. So I'm gonna play this clip and then play a second clip and then we'll move on to Marlon Wayans. Will Smith practices selective outrage. Practices selective outrage because everybody knows what the fuck happened everybody that really knows knows i had nothing to do with that shit i didn't have any entanglements i did i did not have any entanglement and for people that don't know what everybody know wilson his wife was fucking her son's friend okay now I normally would not talk about this shit. But for some reason, these niggas put that shit on the internet. <laughs> I have no idea why two talented people would do something that fucking low down. What the fuck? It, we all been cheated on. Everybody in here have been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. None of us. It's like, hey, I was sucking somebody else's dick. How did that make you feel? <laughs> Why the fuck would you do that shit? She hurt him way more than he hurt me, okay? Okay? Everybody in the world called him a bitch. I tried to call the motherfucker and give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Everybody called that man a bitch. Fucking Charlemagne called him a bitch. And the Breakfast Club called him a bitch. And the View and the, the Talk and every rapper. <laughs> and and fucking the Drink Champs called him a fucking bitch. Everybody called him a bitch. They called his wife a predator. Everybody called him a bitch. <laughs> Everybody! Everybody! And who's he hit? Me! A nigga he know he could beat. That is some bitch ass shit. That's what the fuck happened, okay? Alright, so the next clip is basically. Chris Rock explaining why, you know, because there were some questions like, why did he not do something? Like he just kind of just took it, Smith, right? Bitch, so, bitch, so the next clip is Chris Rock explaining why he didn't do it, and then the clip after that will be Marlon Wayans weighing in as to what he thought why about are you man him, him not doing the sequence anything. of these clips. To That's our how audience, people, man. you know, follow along. Get the context. Yeah. You know? okay. yeah. 
I love Will Smith. My whole life, I loved this nigga. I saw him open up for Run DMC at the Nassau Coliseum. These niggas made brand new funk. I love this nigga. He made some great movies. I have rooted for Will Smith my whole life. I root for this motherfucker, okay? And now, I, I watch Emancipation just to see him get whooped. <laughs> Got me rooting for Massa, okay? I hit him again, Massa! Hit him again! You missed the spot, Massa! You missed the spot! And a lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back? How come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents, that's why. Because I was raised, okay? I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. So that's how he ends his special. Uh, now here's Marlon Wayne's take on uh, how he felt. I gotta give it to my brother. His lack of reaction was one of the strongest reactions I've ever seen a human being achieve. I ain't seen a strong reaction that strong since like Gandhi. <laughs> Martin Luther King. <laughs> the band of Holyfield when Mike Tyson bit that nigga ear off. <laughs> and all he did was this. <laughs> because Chris Rock single-handedly held together the last fabric of black excellence we had left. And that leads me to believe one or two things about my brother Chris Rock. Either he is the strongest black man that God ever created, or he is truly one bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he didn't even, even act like he was going to hit him back. He didn't do nothing real snowy. He didn't put his <laughs> hands up. I didn't see his little claws curl up. That nigga just took it. And then complimented Will on the slap. I can't believe it. Will Smith just slapped me at the Oscars. <laughs> this is the best moment in Oscar history. I'm never going to wash my cheek again. <laughs> The real punk shit was Will scream from his chair, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. And this nigga Chris said, that's a good idea. <laughs> All solid points, Marlon. <laughs> All right, that's uh, <laughs> I have other clips. But basically, that was the, 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 the main point. Uh, what, what did that everybody think? So, Mike, you... You know, uh, I kind of framed it as a Versus, you know, the with the musicians, yeah. you know, this is like a stand-up Versus, versus you know. Versus. Are you still saying Versus? <laughs> that's, uh, that's how yeah. I understand it. <laughs> versus. You, yes, sir. So, you know, early in the special, um, Marlon Wayans goes, uh, explains that he, when he was doing stand-up when it was coming up, uh, Chris Rock was heckling him. And then he stopped doing stand-up for, for like, like 20, 20 years. He did, oh. like, you know. See, that's he, the context you did not provide. He became a, uh, yeah. It's, well, it's God here. loves yeah. me. Had, yeah. had, you, had you watched the special, you yeah. watched the special. He, ain't nobody got no HBO Max, <laughs> man. I got IPTV, man. Can't afford that <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, the uh, way Marlon framed the the whole, his special, was just a, 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 a was genius, really man. great it art was, of storytelling, yeah. of how God loves him, how 
the Chris Rock situation, how he's been competitive with Chris Rock. Therefore, God loves him when I saw his yeah. get slapped on fucking live television. Oh, he was happy to see him get slapped. Yeah. And this yeah. is like yeah. some Mikey yeah. Mill narcissistic Man. shit. Right. No, no, no. But God he, loves me because he punished Chris Rock. Know, Who punished me? And then he's talked about how he exactly. wanted, he had a thing for Jada. Yeah. He loved oh. Jada. He, they were besties. I think Simon he liked Jada too, to, you know, in the field. He always I wanted to. Man. He what was, always, he, what movie no, no. was that? He, Jason's, Jason's Lyric. Jason's Lyric. Like he went, but he says during the special, but God loves me because that could have been me. My woman could have embarrassed me like that. Right. Mm. And then he, he yeah. talks about Will Smith. God loves me because guess what? Oh, because he was jealous of what the love that Jada gave Will. Like when he met. Damn, he really was into Jada like that? Yes. So he wow. talks about Will. Will is like, you know, he, been Tupac, he's, the, right? he's the black man that saves the world. He's the first black man to ever save the world. Think about it. How many black people you could think that could save the world? Will Smith. James so Jones? he's always been jealous of Will. So him going through it, he's like, God loves me. So he did an amazing job of just trying to like tying everything together all off of one slap. So he admitted his insecurities. That's pretty but good. At the oh. end, he does his, a thing, a revelation says, but it's great because you know what? I am Marlon Wayans. God loves me because he put me in different situations. I am not Will Smith. I am not Chris Rock. I am Marlon Wayans. God has given me a chance to write do all these other things besides stand up. So it there was a reason why I my stand up career wasn't like it was because right. I gave me opportunity to do other things. Yeah, he was chasing things that weren't meant for him. him yeah. His. So it it, it kind of for me like you said the little Mikey Mo yeah, narcissism. narcissism. I got I got to watch this thing. though it's because good. I mean I like it. come on you're you're Bruh. you're born you're born into one of the most famous comedic families in the world and you're the youngest of them so you literally got to see how it was done from top to bottom, starting with Damon and Keenan that's, Ivory, that's and the best part of but the he special. talks about yeah. it. He, yeah, he, he touches on it. He, he touches about on that. that. Right, like, but that's yeah. a blessing. That's what I'm saying. Right, you know what I mean. But, he talks about he's well, the way you're describing it makes it seem like he started from the bottom. Right, like, you know what mean? I mean. True, and well, no, Marlon no, no, did not but, start but, off from the bottom. Right, but but his his pain could be real even if he had a silver spoon. Yeah, yeah, he had roles. He even talks about how he was. Originally supposed to be Rib Man, <laughs> and I'm gonna get you sucker. And Chris Rock took it. From and Chris Rock, and Chris took, Rock that took that from, from him. him. I understand that. Yeah. But, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But he, so he, so he had to be like extra number. What, what I'm <laughs> saying is, God, he should think God loves me for for putting me in this family full of right. geniuses. Right. I, right. They're, they're all well, comedic he, he, geniuses. He alludes to that. He alludes to that he, when he talks about. He there's talks a, there's about. A he thinks he people got. If, if he, he thinks justice was served. He yes. probably felt slighted. No, I get that. Yeah, I get that. that. So but the way it. that Mike is describing, it, and I'm gonna, I'm, I've been meaning to go listen to it because the the snippets that I saw from his sound funnier than what I saw in in Chris Rock's special. Right. It, yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It is. I've been meaning to watch it, but the way that Mike is describing it makes it seem like Marlon had to get it out the mud. You know what I mean? Like. I, well, I, I can't mean, no, really no, no. say well, that he, he did he that. It wasn't. It wasn't described. It wasn't described in in that way. But okay. it was yeah. described. He he was he was fortunate. More fortunate than a lot. Than of a lot. Yeah. But but his brothers overlooked him for bigger talents because his brothers were big names. Also looking for yeah. Marlon the, was the always big, like the big black what, talent second, too. third, fourth on right. that tier for a long yeah. time. Right. So yeah. like he's like the reason why they did Chris Rock because he's an up up and coming black comedian. Yeah. Yeah. You're our little brother. 
he gonna get this this role. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know so he, he he got he got snubbed. He no matter how hard he worked, he got snubbed because <laughs> Tatum? you know he was overlooked because he was the younger brother. Essentially. Yeah. So Benium, you yeah. funnier than Chris Rock? Which one was funnier? Oh man, I so I, I okay so. Chris Rock again, like I think, like Ham said, he had his little outline, yeah. you know, hit these points, get these points across, and then he killed him with a dagger at the very end. Yeah. So Chris Rock's special felt like it was he he got he felt vindicated. Right. Yeah. You know, it was it was therapeutic, but still vindication of what he did, and it was a a moment where he was just like, man, fuck this nigga, like we ain't never gonna be friends. I don't give yeah, a damn. I don't have to like him. I, I don't like you. Don't want anything to do with you. Essentially, that's what that felt like. But you know, they're gonna I mean, make forty million dollars is some vindication too. What was the know? forty yeah, million yeah, from? Yeah, he got I mean, forty million dollars for doing that Netflix deal. Oh yeah, oh, and it, it was the shit. first time that they did. A I bet Netflix they told him, "Yo, we'll give you forty, but uh, you got to talk about Will." That's probably yeah. why I was in the last ten and minutes. He did, he's like, yeah. well, I got to." He's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> it yeah. didn't seem like he wanted to spend that much time on it yeah. at all. Like to me, honestly, like that's not even in my top five of Chris Rock standups. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as funny as I've seen Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as funny, but I think for him it was deeply personal. It's probably the most personal yeah. stand-up that he's done because it affected. It, 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 it literally. It's gonna be a big stain on in his career too because I mean he's they'll always show that slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah thirty years from like, now, remember? It's, it's <laughs> a permanent. Yeah, it's it's Correct. a permanent yeah, where were stain you? on someone PS that has such an iconic type of a career. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and someone that has such an iconic type of a career to be affiliated with a slap. Because yeah. of the decision of another person, right? Man, what's really up with these uh, comedians like, in these midlife? I feel mid-life... bad for Chris for that because what's, what's up with Will these comedians? Smith decided to make you know Will Smith decided to. They're all having like midlife he made a crisis. Moment. He all, made a moment. They're, out of they're all having like yeah. midlife yeah. crisis. The all these uh, mm-hmm. comedic specials are like uh, funny, both a serious undertone. Marlon, you know, I got screwed my whole life. I'm gonna get him back. Chappelle recently with this couple, very serious how people are too politically correct and all this. Chris Rock with the Wilson. It's like all these guys have these tones of like seriousness it, with it, humor it, it, sprinkled it, it, in. Well, like they've been weathered and beaten, right. you know, and right. yeah. they're still making it light. Should, of it. it should be uh, clear that uh, in Benjamin, you're, you're next, but it should be. Uh, no, uh, he's kind of playing it for laughs. Like I mean, he's being honest. Like Marlon Wayans, he's not like. He was like no, I know, maliciously I know. wanting him to get no, hurt. Know. You know, he's yeah. like, these are my friends. I know but them. But there's truth in every joke, yeah. right? So, yeah. what were you saying? No, no. I, 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 again, I don't want to interrupt you. You go ahead and finish him. Okay, so uh, yeah. I do have uh, because uh, uh, I do want to play one more clip, uh, mm. which is uh, uh, Marlon Wayne's. Uh, how uh, he, he, he thought that he, he found something odd about the way Wool was walking and was acting <laughs> when he went to slap him. Ah, so I'm gonna play this okay. little clip. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Will. It looked like he was enjoying the joke. Right? He, went and he cracked the joke. Will was laughing. That phony ass laugh. And then Jada rolled her eyes and put her head like, you nigga. <laughs> and he went, yeah, that shit ain't funny. <laughs> I think she put a spell on that nigga. She had a men in black voodoo doll underneath her chair. <laughs> Cause that motherfucker out of nowhere, he just changed his whole shit up. So we saw her roll her eyes up in her head, but that ain't what she did. She put a spell on him. She went. (laughs) And the ghost of Tupac Shakur possessed (laughs) Will Smith's body. Nigga said, nigga, we're sorry. (laughs) Hit him up. Even the way the nigga walked back to the seat, that wasn't Will's walk. That nigga, that was Tupac walk, nigga. <laughs> I know that duck leg walk, nigga. 
they walk. That's how I work with Tupac. That is Birdie from above the rim. <laughs> Nick got out the range. That is Bishop from Juice, nigga. I know that duck leg walk. <laughs> Look at me, even the way he was screaming from his seat, all ignorant and shit. Like Tupac on one of his diss records. Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. That shit sound like first off, Eastside, fuck the click the claim. <laughs> I don't think it plays as well on audio, but you yeah. know, Marlon Wayans is good. I don't know if what you call it, but like a physical comedian. Yeah, he does so a lot of act outs. Yeah, yeah. So the physical part is yeah. hilarious yeah. when you when you watch it. If you watch it, it's hilarious. So Mike, you give trying the, to say he, you trying to say Airplane's not going to watch it? No. Is how that long what you're is suggesting? How long is, it, how long is a special? <laughs> about seventy minutes. Yeah, like most specials, about an hour, an hour ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's easy, Marlon's. So yeah, Damn. so you get the edge to to Marlon. I want to hear I want to hear Ham. The reason Ham why, is a Chris Rock. No, the like, reason why I give fan. it to Mar- it, it, just on these performances, not overall. Yeah, just you thought it was funnier, just flat just out, flat out. Yeah, which is fine that, because I mean, of the storytelling, the way he built up, it was funny from top to bottom. It was cohesive. Yeah, I don't think Chris, Chris Rock's is, special was unassailable. I, I don't. I, yeah, I honestly don't think Chris Rock's special was authentic. Like it, 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 forced. It, felt, it, felt it felt forced. It felt like he was trying to grab it, the bag. Not it, well, he was, was definitely was, trying to grab was, the he bag. Had to respond though, but it, but it but also again. it also felt like a Dave Chappelle special. You know what I mean? It felt like very clinical and uh, and kind of like yeah. he was trying to tie things together and like surprise you at the end. But like he kept alluding to the thing, and then like you know oh. I don't want another rapper yeah, like, coming up to slap yeah. me. And then you'd be like, okay, but that's it's kind of obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dave doesn't do it like that. Dave's yeah. is much more, even when it's brash, it's still kind of subtle it's the way right. that yeah, he does yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, right. It was To me, it was it was very calculated. And that's not really Chris's style. Yeah. Yeah. Chris's style is more not, like an in-your-face yeah, you know what I mean, like. But he's seasoned now. Chris Rock is. Oh, I'm not saying he's seasoned, but yeah, he I'm, I'm just saying it, when you compare it to his other specials, yeah, it doesn't come off the same way. Yeah, it, it, com- it comes well, off it's, it's very different, differently. Well, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like it, he he was put in a position where he had to respond because he's this iconic figure, right? But he only responded for and ten then, minutes. No, but yeah. he, but exactly, but the ten minutes was the response that. He, that's but all this, he this special, to he didn't, I he don't know when he when did he right. sign the deal for the special. That, right? It was intentional. He, sure. It was Post intentionally slide. done that oh, way yeah. because he okay. was like, he he put a stain on my iconic you know name. I have to respond, and I'm gonna try to be as classy as I can. But fuck that nigga. No, I get and that. I think how simple is that? I'm just talking about the entire special itself, like the whole the whole. Comp- Putting together the whole but special it, and and standing it against Chris Rock's other specials, the style was not the same. Give it to me, Ham. It's not the Give same it to me, Ham. That, Let's let Ham have the final word on as this. As opposed to the other ones, he's having fun and just letting it out. Right? This is a this is a, it's a very different special because it's something that when when your legacy and and is affected, your response is very different. So I, it was I get authentic. that, but was, his, respo- a, his response his response is only ten minutes of like a seventy minute special. In that sixty minutes. Chris Rock is to me his genius is he has these very um very like obvious things in society that he that he explains to you in a way that you never really thought about them before. Right. And I didn't think that there was a lot of that in this special. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he makes really smart observations about society in general and 
the 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 direction that it's headed in. I didn't really get much of that from this yeah. one. Well, I think most comedians. They, it wasn't ha ha funny to right. me. Most comedians, like well, rappers, I, I think, like musicians, I they're the same thing um, in a different way. Yeah, Simon. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Comedians are just like any other entertainer. Their earlier stuff is usually better than their later stuff. And I don't think Chris Rock is above that, you know? Yeah. I think uh, yeah, uh, Chappelle kill him softly, baby. Yeah, like oh, Chappelle's yeah. made, Chappelle's made so many. Pain, like Chris Rock. Yeah, I mean, there are like certain. Or Eddie like, Murphy, yeah, Raw, right? Yeah, like, like there are, I think like stand up comedians have like three solid specials. And then like the rest is depending on how good they are. Once you get comfortable, like, dude, it's hard, to, it's hard to be as funny. No. So I, you know, yeah. I, I, Kevin I do, Hart. I like his shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Give it gimmicky. to us. So I know you love some Chris Rock. So I, I'm a big, big Chris Rock fan. That hamster uh, went hamster. I, I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought, actually, I did think uh, Marlon Wayne's special worked a lot better Ooh, because thematically, yeah. like it, he kind of weaved all of these things. Cause you're, you know, the, the special is called like, God Love Me. Yeah. And then he kept on rehashing. He would explain why he was, uh, for jokes again, like why he, he took some pleasure in seeing chris rock getting slapped because chris rock heckled them uh he would took his part like he, you know because he was much younger than him so like he's trying to like talk to a girl and then he would come and swoop and take the girl from him like he would just kind of fuck with them i like the pettiness he, yeah right? like, that's what and, then, and then like oh look at you now getting slapped and then he would do the same <laughs> th- thing with jada like this was my girl that's right and, of mike and, sally right here that's right so, that's what i love it so the whole thing worked with chris rock there were Can moments. Can you believe that bitch? She got fat. <laughs> she said no to me in high school. There, there, there were there were moments where I could see. Oh, this is uh, vintage uh, Chris. But there were so many like jokes that just didn't really work. Land, and yeah. I'm like, maybe I'm not a parent. But Binyam, that uh, that whole talk about his kids, like Stupid he spent way too much time on like, oh, these kids don't know what it's like how it used to be and. It Old man jokes. That, that, was, yeah. that was definitely a filler. That was yeah, definitely yeah. It was like, it was, it, filler. It was like it was 10 filler. 15 minutes. It really ate up so much. And then there'll be a couple of like low hanging fruit jokes like Meghan Markle. How do you not know they're racist? You know, you're yeah. marrying like, into the easy, thing. Easy stuff. And, and the, yeah. you know, Kardashian, the Kardashian curse was a little funny. Like, all right, yeah. you, you got OJ picking. off, but now all your daughters are going to be uh, fucking one way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the best comedians. That, that was a little low. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, so no. to me, the comedians, the best comedians in history right now, it's different now with social media and everything, but they created talking points they didn't base their jokes off existing talking points like comedians in the past they didn't just talk about all the current events and make jokes about the current events yeah they told stories right. about their personal they, yeah. they created they right. fabricated new humor and right. you're like oh shit that's funny or they touched on topics that you were like oh shit right who, I can't who are you your said guys that. which comedians but, are you talking but, about i'm not like i, a, I, I don't know there's Can so many on funny ones i mean like even killing me softly in there right if you go back yeah. to that special right he's not talking about like current events as much he's just yeah. We telling these random stories and non sequitur right. jokes and you're like oh shit and he like a threads a connection but, but, but now but like Chris Rock just made... talking about like the stuff that's happening right now a lot of this stuff right, right. and it just it doesn't hit as original yeah. like I don't, I, don't yeah. I mean I didn't see the special I'm gonna eventually watch point. both but come here little nigga but, baby but, <laughs> but, that's, but, but that's why I really appreciated um, that's why I really appreciated Marlins yeah it was very original I mean yeah that's it exactly started from the beginning of from his career from top to bottom Great. From to, to where he is today. Yeah. And he knew everybody. And he did, he really, he knows them pretty well, yeah. too. Not like yeah. kind of knows them. He yeah. knows them pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. He tied well, it in. The way he did it was just. I, I it thought flows. It was just a yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought he, he, it was just genius, man. And then the delivery genius. of all his jokes. It, it, it the, landed. You know, I mean, the, some of physical, it was a little. The physical. Yeah. You no know, comedy. Some of it was over the top. But. Well, I, it, I will say my final thought is ham picking. Marlon Wayne's or Chris Rock is like FDU over Purdue. <laughs> and it was like, uh, not even close. I think, I think Ham secured that win by 10 no, points. I, I, there was a joke that Chris Rock 
pulled f- literally from uh, Bring the Pain, like li- word for word, like uh, what? Like why are like these white people? Why are they complaining? Did you know like, this or did no, you I mean, see this I, later? I've, 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 I've listened to like uh, Bring the Pain like a hundred times oh. because when I was delivering pizza, I would just listen to stand up specials did over joke? and over again. He, he repurposed it to oh. like, but he applied it towards the uh, insurrection thing. Oh. It's like, well, who are these white people complaining that they're losing the country? Losing the country to who? Wow. Like he literally said those words like twenty five years ago. Oh. So I was like, come on, man. And then yeah. he did an OJ joke. I was like, you're going to, those were the two, like, yeah, it like didn't, OJ? It didn't feel authentic Chris Rock. Yeah. I yeah. will say that. And some people, they can, through different parts of the career, they can become different types of comedians, yeah. right? Dave isn't talking about what he's talk, what he talked about in, in equanimity or any of the other ones that he came out in the last few years. Right. The, he's not talking about the same stuff that he talked about on Killing Them Softly. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you look at George Carlin, he was not the yeah. same type of comedian at right. the beginning of his career as he was at the end. You know, yeah. uh, Richard Pryor yeah. wasn't the same oh, either. Yeah. They you lose know? their fastball. Yeah. They all do. They lose their fastball, yeah. but these guys remained funny while becoming different types of yeah. comedians. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt like Chris Rock, like the last 10 minutes was funny, but like as a whole, as a whole special, right? Yeah. Trash. I just didn't feel like it was it was anywhere near his best, no. and I didn't feel like it was authentically his type of special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. It's, it's likely that he just still kind of rattles from what happened a year ago. Maybe we'll see. Hell's and it's live. Set, you know yeah. what I mean? He's performing I, way, this stuff. I, there was no real upside to live. Like he, there was a joke that he flubbed. Like he was trying to make a joke about and concussion. Then he, he called it, and he called it, but it was concussion. all happening yeah. live. That could have been cleaned up. Like I don't know what benefit there was other than just a gimmick to do it live. Just fucking do it. He regular. just didn't want it to be like bootlegged and yeah. like used in other places, yeah. whatever. Well, yeah. You know, it probably brought a lot of money to Netflix. I'll tell you that well, much. You know. Uh, speaking of repurposing source material, a <laughs> moment with Mike. Okay, I'll make this as easy and painless as possible. I was reading. I'm, I'm still reading. Oh, my, you're reading now, Mike. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's not. It's not like wait for like, Mike. That book is too small world? for you to is still be halfway no, through no, that no, book. I'm man. not halfway. I'm Goddamn, that book got 32 font in that book. <laughs> you know what? I ain't want to fucking read this shit. Roman, no, but, but. You know what? Y'all might have got a bookmark in the page and, and shit. Bookmark. It's the one I wanted to read. It's the one I wanted to read. You get a personal pan pizza if you finish that book. <laughs> Where did I leave off? <laughs> Two paragraphs in. No. <laughs> you know what? I ain't want to fucking do this shit no more, bro. Yeah, you better you better read fast, Mike. You better act like you know. Might how to read. read like one page a week. <laughs> I started a new job, guys. What there you need go. a bookmark for? Is that a bookmark? You know what? Mike is a little LeBron James of this podcast. You remember LeBron James always on like page one of, his, yeah. of a new book, and then the next night he's on like page one of a different book. Like LeBron, come on, dog. What ads are playing on Spotify? All right, Mike, go. You know, books are part of the outfit now, so yeah, yeah. All right, I'll make this quick. Yeah. Growth is a sign that you are living. It is an even better sign that you are ready for love. Growing is uncomfortable. It requires change. It asks us to swim into new chapters, uh, to new waters, and step foot <laughs> on new land. It's not easy, but it is the thing that makes our journey here better. It is a thing that opens us up to receive blessings we cannot receive when we are stuck in our old ways. Growing is a part of loving ourselves. Therefore, choose growth. Choose to evolve. Gladly let it pull you out of your comfort zone. Gladly make <laughs> those tough decisions. Complacency is an enemy and insanity is often described as repeating the same thing yet wanting different results. You are punishing yourself when you are, when you are choosing not to grow. You are meant to 
continue changing. Even life rotates in seasons. Don't remain the same. Are you a, gr- are you a grower, not a shower, Mike? About, yes. Can I just, I just want Mike, to what happened to your voice that sounds so raspy? Yeah. Is that yeah, like DMX, the wise man? Mike? The wise Mike voice? <laughs> wise Mike? Hi, hi. No, I can't. When you, when, when that moment just made me feel like he was talking about um, uh, basically having sex. You know? Oh, like growth? I, it was like, I, you know, getting tough, you know, oh. when it gets rough, oh. new land, slippery. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, goddamn, my nigga. Oh, your mind is in the gutter, baby. Right, <laughs> yeah. Benny should be I a book critic. Y'all, y'all remember oh, I had that little soliloquy that had some uh, innuendo in it? I think Mike. Uh, you might have topped me with that. Vinium caught that. There you go. Yeah, sure. But anyway, that is your moment. Mike, my guys. Yeah. My Even voice is raspy because I was yelling at the Hawks game on Saturday. Then uh, I had to yell at my kids on uh, Sunday for being bad as fuck. And then I have a little bit of a cough that's going away. Therefore, But why wasn't it raspy voice. like five minutes ago, though? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got passionate know. about it. It comes and goes, I guess. Yeah, it wait, comes you, and goes, yeah. bro. I'm ripping that rhyme. All right, man. All right. <laughs> uh, Simon, you got a segue? I do. All right, let's go. Let's go. I know. I know you guys have been fiending for oh, some Russian I mean, writing. Oh no! Especially Benium. Vladimir, he's been dying for this shit, dog. He's been dying for it. Vladimir was just in Ukraine. I got a good one. I got a good one for you, though, Benny. So, um. I still haven't finished War and Peace. This shit is like the longest fucking book that I've ever read. I'm like three fourths way through it. Uh, what's the what's the page count on that? Man, it's gotta be I would say in the thousands. <laughs> yeah, it's long. It's I fucking don't, don't, don't long. Don't too many pages, pages there. <laughs> but that's more that's more pages than I read my whole life. I know, right? <laughs> that, God damn, it, my nigga. It, it, I mean, it, it, but you know what? He he drops so many gems in that book. And it's it, you know it's it's something that we can all relate to, in in all parts of our lives. Um, anyways, uh, there's this amazing quote that I read, and it was like a few weeks ago, and I, I had to put it in my keep notes because I liked it so much. It wasn't. It, it's keep just notes. about the story. Oh, keep notes is just like a like a place to put your notes is on Android devices. Keep? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I use that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is this is like the very last sentence that he says as the French army. I'm just giving you guys some context as the French army is making its final approach into Moscow. Right. So it's like uh, there's a lot of historical perspective (laughs) in this. Right. Do you guys not do you guys not see what's going on? What? He's talking about his time in the battlefield. I'm glad that didn't go over your head. Uh, a great you, Russian assassin today, named baby. Simon. He's, uh, he's catching. He's catching. Uh, catching all. He already saw through my mind. I'm talking yeah. about pussy and so, shit. So, so, speaking about you know taking things, uh, t- taking things and facts. A lot of this is historic. Like yeah. he, he's actually writing the history of this happening, yeah. and taking a keen observation into it. He says, with the enemy's approach to Moscow. The Moscovites' view of their situation did not grow more serious, but on the contrary became even more frivolous. As always happens with people who see great danger approaching. Benny, you need to be listening to this, buddy. He says, at the approach of danger, there are always two voices that speak with equal power in the human soul. One very reasonably tells a man to consider the nature of the danger and the means of escaping it, the other, still more reasonably, says that it's too depressing and painful to think of the danger since it's not in a man's power to foresee everything and avert the general course of events. And it is therefore better to disregard what is painful until it comes 
and to think about what is pleasant. In solitude, a man generally listens to the first voice, but in society, to the second. Mm. So it was now with the inhabitants of Moscow. Nice. So what I got out of this is a lot of times you have to go against the grain to make the decisions that are best for you in life. You, you have to take on some type of, you know, inward view of yourself and take some time to think to yourself about what the next best steps are. And a lot of times when you are too focused on what other people are saying about you or what other people think about you or how people may take some kind of news that's happening to you, you start to, you know, lose the forest for the tree. Right. So I, I just thought it was like a brilliant way to look at dangerous situations that are approaching you or, or, or really important decisions that you're about to make. And sometimes you have to retreat inward to yourself to make the best decisions for yourself. Because if you start to look at the people that are around you and start to make your decisions based on the decisions that they're making, right. you end up thinking that shit is all sweet when it, when it ain't. Right, right. You know, you know it, it's, um, it's interesting because I always thought like uh, my little motto is like always put yourself in the best position to make the right decision. And it seems like it's similar to that. But this is a, a random connection. But when you're reading that uh, uh, excerpt, I was thinking of uh, a fictional account of the Titanic sinking where like the fucking boat is sinking and everybody's still putting on their you know, close because everybody else is pretending everything is fine. They're like, Great "Oh, example. what's the deal?" And then they're playing the music, and I'm like, "Yo, what this thing? This thing is gonna go down in two hours." Like, it's actually like in, it's the, act- in the in the moment yeah, of sinking. Yeah, and they're still kind of people are still, clinging on to oh, like this. Uh, it's That's like, a great example. It, it's, yeah. it's very like it's instead like, of saving yourself. Yeah, instead of saving yourself, it's very weird. It's, it's like this. It, it reminds me of a book that I have. Uh, oh, now you a have a book, book too. Well, now we're a book club now. Fuck sports. DeKalb County. Reading is fundamental. It's a much easier read. I just started. I haven't gotten too oh, far. I forgot. You went to Shambly. That's why you know how to read, right? Yeah. Unlike it's Mike. Called, it's called The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman I've heard of that book. Let's say it again, Binyam. It's called The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. I just started reading it, but it was recommended by a lot of, you know, a lot of people that do well in life. So um, it kind of reminds me of like to an extent what you just said. Yeah. It's kind of the same kind of co- uh, connection. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like it's something that you should already know in your brain, but until you see it written out in a way like this and put into context, yeah. the way that Ham was talking about yeah. the Titanic, yeah. you don't really, it, it, that, that idea is just something that's sitting in your subconscious. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not in the forefront of your brain. But on a side note, yeah. have you heard about this theory that J.P. Morgan um, basically orchestrated the sinking of the Titanic? What? what? All, yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> bullshit. The, the original J.P. Morgan. This is way back in J.P. Morgan. Um, that was an actual The one that bought. I'm fucking with you. All those Titans of industry from. Yeah. Huh? What'd you say, Benio? The one, the one that bought and sold slaves. On, yeah. on the free market. Yeah. 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 So, so, he, so J.P. Morgan, <laughs> J.P. Morgan fucked Tesla out of his original invention. I did hear about that? Yeah. He fucked Ale- uh, the 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 guy who did the AC power out of his invention. J.P. Morgan was a motherfucking cutthroat. Like, cutthroat. Yeah. Cutthroat of all cutthroats. People think Rockefeller is bad. This guy is worse. So basically, what they say is he told all of the people that were in the U.S. government. And uh, and you know part of like the I guess oligarchy in 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 the U.S. people who had money, yeah. All of his people that were willing to vote on the things that he wanted to vote for, 
that the Titanic was going to go down. And this news did not get to his major competitors and the people that were voting against his interests in the U.S. So a ton of not just people, but their entire families perished on the Titanic. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Y'all well, should read up about again? it. It's fucking incredible. Oh, I'm going to look into that. What'd you say, Benio? I say, could you repeat that again? I'm sorry. I missed so, that. So yeah. JP Morgan. So JP Morgan was trying to push a lot of things through the, the U.S. Government. government at that time. Right. And there, he had a lot of enemies and people, competitors who were basically lobbying against him. And so he told all the people that were lobbying with him and on his side that the Titanic was going to go down. And he told, and he, and this news, he told them not to tell the people because there were a lot of rich people that were on the Titanic. Oh yeah, because it was a maiden voyage. Filthy rich people. Unsinkable ship. Even God can destroy the ship. Huge families, very well-known yeah. families, uh, very well-paid, wealthy families, and the vast majority of them died on the Titanic. Wow. So a lot of people think that J.P. Morgan orchestrated the orchestrated sinking of that. the Titanic. Because it's something that doesn't really make sense, anyways, right? You know, icebergs are out there, right? But then, how would he orchestrate? Like he he had the people on the take, like look the other way, look right, at let's the. Let's not yeah. dissect this like, conspiracy like, theory too deeply. Everybody, look no, at no, Jack, well, I mean, Jack and Rose uh, having a go at it. Don't worry about the. <laughs> you know that was a movie, him, right? <laughs> not they did not Billy Zane was not it, on the Titanic. It's James Cameron. It's pretty. Is that one of your favorite movies, Erpin? <laughs> I don't love you, Titanic. Did you love Titanic? Ham, ask how many. How many times have you oh, watched I've seen Titanic? It plenty. I think I watched Titanic with oh when you, it first you came out. Oh, I think I'm I watched it with like you and the Somalian person loves Titanic because <laughs> of the titties. <laughs> no, they just love it. They love love stories. They like Bollywood. Somalian people like oh, Bollywood. Titanic cast love. So her. what you're saying is deep down inside that you're a Somalian? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Wake up, wake up, Benium Grease Ball Fillet. What, it what? is time. Oh man, let's start. Let's start with the fillets, man. Um, I, I can't help myself but to continue to update you guys about what's going on with this coordination. I mean, it oh is my God. better King and Chuck. better. And this better. is like the most embarrassing right. coordination. <laughs> it it, it, it's, I mean, it's, it, it just, as time goes on, it just gets better and better. So last time we talked about musicians, yeah. right? Yeah. All the great All groups. the snubs, yeah. Now, now we're going to advance. So now, uh, you know... King Charles was actually in. He was a resident of Highgrove House, uh, which is in a in a in a in a district called Cot Cotswold. Okay, I'm sure. That's... I, I guess that's like the district where that house that he was living in for 43 years. He's been living in that house, yeah. right? So that whole district has decided that they are not going to celebrate his coronation. Oh, come on, his hometown, right? his home area. Yeah, the, yeah, the, his own area because they said. Oh my to, goodness. Due to the economic times, they don't have the funds, you know, because... I bet if it was the queen, they would have the time and the money. They're, they're just it's like, you know, assholes. they're like, you know, Dude, the, is, the government does he right deserve now, this much with everything hate? going on with the... With everything going on with the economy, they don't have the funds to put on... Oh, you know, my to God. Give that sounds like a bullshit excuse. Yeah. An event that happens once every, like, 50 to, years? To, Come on. Right. So they don't have the funds to put on the funding in order to carry this out because it's pretty expensive and loud. What, like putting a few balloons up and like yeah. having, having some junk? champagne? <laughs> Damn. Ah, but I, this is, and then I've been getting, you see the grid on this. So, huh. so, so that's what, and then so now, so his home district. So now this week we're going to talk about government. So last week was music. This week is yeah. government. Okay. Um, and, and to make matters worse, my boy Joe Biden has come through again. Joe Biden has Biden. snubbed the king. Uh, twice. He's not going to show up either. Uh, he he's he's basically he's they're they're trying to send a U.S. 
like a delegation, like lower level people, envoy. not even the vice president, like secretary and, of some bullshit. Oh my God. And, and, and no basically, um, it, 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 it says that, you know, King Charles, you know, the third, you know, has raised concerns <laughs> in his diplomatic circle about oh, this. And, concerned? I, I would mean, fucking just, raise the alarm. Man, the I mean, stink just, on this just, guy. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, you think it's this great. Is, I mean, do you think this is all related to Diana? Does it all come back to I Diana? Do you oh, think? Yeah. oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. I mean, hey, I thought Lamar something. Jackson was blackballed I've, I've watched, and colluded against, yeah. but King Charles, dude, he's getting, <laughs> no, I, this I, is I, worse. So I, 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 I didn't know that much about the royal family, but my wife is really into Princess Diana, oh, right? No. So I've watched so your white many black. documentaries. I've watched so many documentaries about Princess Diana, right? And the more, you know, when you see the level of snub because of that, yeah, and it, that tied with, you know, it wasn't well-timed that Harry came out with the spare and started talking about race yeah, in a time where, in a climate where that stuff is super sensitive right, right. now. So it's like that in combination with him marrying Camilla, in combination with, you know, the history that they have, the monarchy has with with slavery and the sensitivity of the climate that we're in right now you can't you know you can't say anything you yeah. know so it's it's just it's just a great combination of so much this guy is crumbling literally like but he came in and nothing is going well you should uh I mean, it's just amazing you should uh forward yeah. him that book you're reading the power of positive thinking because yeah. he probably needs <laughs> it right about now he for, needs to for, buck up for a country that's for a country that's full of cynics yeah i'm still surprised yeah. that the uk still observes yeah i know you thought that the, with the, the fucking yeah. monarchy yeah. you know they're so yeah. they're such cynical people yeah. Yeah. and they still oh, don't worry don't worry this, this no. is a pause uh -oh. this is gonna happen before our lifetime the monarchy is going to fold under this guy. I'm yeah. telling you, man. It's folding. It's, it's, it's folding right now. Listen, so another, uh, the, 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 one of the greatest things that's coming from this is the Commonwealth is withdrawing. I think I talked about this yeah. on uh, a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. But now the, 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 the roars are getting you know, stronger yeah. and, and, and deeper that a lot of these are gone. And a lot of their money still comes from those Commonwealth uh, yeah. uh, nations yeah. or whatever. So when they lose that, that takes away their funding. And then on top of that, in the UK, the the taxpayers are tired of paying for all their lavish lifestyles while they, you know, I mean, they think that the they're economy. ordained. Oh, I mean, they that's, think that yeah. these people are ordained by God but, to rule the country. But that's like, literally the whole scheme. Like God is. It uh, is. But how yeah. does a country full of cynics yeah, still still yeah. believe and I mean, support that? It's all amazing. The signs. Yeah. All so, right. oh, so across these, so across these, you know, they're losing their commonwealth um, within the within the circle. Uh, you have Harry revealing all the secrets of the Commonwealth. So all the things that we thought were true about the, the sliminess and the griminess of the monarch is starting to be revealed. They're losing the trust of the people. The, they have a weak king. I mean, it's just set up for a coup d'etat. All right, Benio. You know, so, 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 what is the over under on the on the British monarchy folding? Or is it is it lifetime, it, or it, is it like thirty years? Like what? Like let's I, I, let's send I, it to yeah, Vegas. I think, I think I'm I'm going to say the next you know twenty years or so. By the you know over so, under twenty so, years. So, Damn. 20? You know, my fortieth birthday is coming up. I think my sixtieth birthday. Oh. We're going to celebrate by going to London <laughs> and just walking through the palace as a We're museum. We're the poor little king. He'd be kicked out of all those castles. It'll be Everybody called him a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's your... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my own. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come with my own special call. God loves me when the monarch falls. So that's my first one. Wait, what's that? A grease monarch fillet? I don't understand. 
The filet. The filet are the people who are oh, refusing to, yeah, 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 okay. to, to yeah, bend so the knees. It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. great. It's great. Uh, another one, uh, my boy, uh, Jimmy Grappolo. So Vegas Jimmy G. strip club. Yeah. Jimmy G, a Vegas strip club, gives him 500K lifetime membership because he's a new raider. So like a brothel so, or something? Geez. Where is he uh, getting it's, this? It's, okay. No, the, 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 the strip club is okay. gifting him this so he can frequent it. So I they see. gave him 500K, but only like, like store credit, K. stripper credit. Lifetime, no, 500K lifetime membership. Okay. okay. Is he a stripper guy so, or a porn uh, star guy? He's, he's like very, that? very, very, I think he's into porn. Don't judge so him. Very, very, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, so there's a kid named uh, Cameron Boozer. I don't know if you guys, Cameron Boozer, he is the son of, um, what's the other, Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, the, he's the number one prospect in the country right now. Gatorade uh, 2023 National Player of the Year. So big ups to him, man. This kid, I, I watched a few clips, man. He's phenomenal. And then my last one is Robert Griffith the third, man. Oh, he God. is a part of yeah. RG three is, is your of... fucking fillet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor. I'm on the hundred. Oh, this, this is why. This is why. And the reason is he is uh gonna be a part of the the Josh something group. Um, they're they're in a bid to buy the commanders, and he's going to be a minority owner. So oh, okay. big ups to okay. big ups to Griffin, man. A respect, minority minority respect. owner. Also, uh, My, uh, Magic Johnson's one. group. Magic Johnson's yeah. group got a, is, a, is that's put that's in a bid too. So okay. yeah, he's he that's the group. Oh, he's, oh, he's a part of Magic Johnson. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But he's going to be a minority owner. He's probably going to own like point oh one, yeah. but still yeah. respect <laughs> that he's a part of ownership. Pretty cool. So that those are my fillets. All right, so we are. How are you going to follow that, Ham? Yeah. I can't follow that. Wait, we didn't even get a Michael Irvin update. Like, what the fuck is going on here, man? I thought you were updating all of your fillets. Been in fillet just come week yeah, after week. It's more of the legal transcript. We're undergoing litigation right now, so you know I'll give you update once. Yeah, there's no updates currently. Get more information. Yeah. So my my fillet, you know, so we're uh, on the eve of the uh, start of baseball season. I think like all the teams are playing uh, on Thursday, uh, and so my fillet, huzzah, huzzah. it's very simple. Better. Better than Babe Ruth, Ooh. Shohei Otani. From where? From some country out there. In he the strikes out that, you know, this Mike Trout guy, I don't watch a lot of baseball. Uh, he seems like he's uh, very talented, but he strikes me as a Peyton Manning type of guy. Like oh, he kinda, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you just didn't. chokes up when it counts, you know? So Shohei Otani gets my filet, and baseball gets my filet. Because, you know, if you guys have been following in spring training, they've been trying this new thing where they have pitchers on the clock. You know, this fucking game. Yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. And, and they uh, concluded, uh, you know, during the spring training, they shaved 26 minutes oh. off of their game. So they're down to like two and a half hours. That's to, where it should be. Which is where it half. should be. That's pretty and good. so hopefully all the other sports take note, especially, especially college football, which is the most bloated of all the sports. It's about... 10 to 15 minutes All longer. fucking first down. Yeah, 10 to 15 mm, minutes longer mm. than the NFL, which is already long, right? Mm, and it's because, mm. like Simon said, they stop the clock so many times. Mm. And this is also a problem in the NFL with the reviews take too long with no payoff, right? You're spending so much time to figure out what's happened. Yeah. You don't you figure out what's happened. Yeah. And it took you like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like, cut that shit. Refs should be on the clock. And they need to, anytime there's a, uh, basically follow the rules with a stoppage in college football. So follow the lead of baseball. Shorten the game, and everybody will enjoy. That's my flow. Never have our white listeners been happier <laughs> than they are right now to hear that baseball got a fillet. Wow. Yeah, oh. and show a tiny, an immigrant, a foreigner. I, I, How dare I, you? Can, can I throw in my, my – I forgot one fillet. It's gonna Is be it an update? Um, man, it's, uh, it's, it, it's not an update, okay. but uh, I didn't I, – 
biggest one of them all this week. Lance Riddick, star of The Wire. Oh, John yeah. Lake, the, yeah. You Respect stole my fucking man. I love the play, bro. Who's Lance Riddick? Which one is he? Sorry, Lance sorry. Riddick, yeah. the black boy. John Wick. Yeah. John Wick. Well, that's not his oh, most famous Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I forget his name in the show. Uh, Lance. Yeah, the, the sergeant or chief or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was on Fringe. Yeah. He was on Fringe. He's been a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah. All right, so my fillets, I got three fillets. Uh, two quick ones. Uh, the peanut farmer is still ticking, baby. Yeah. You're still there, baby. Man, yeah, I just saw the, him. I just saw the news. Suck the it. Pope is at the hospital. He'll probably outlive the Pope, too. Like, this guy, he probably outlive you, man. <laughs> Shit. Ain't no chance. Peanut farmer probably going to no outlive you. <laughs> I'm all like, you taking care of business, man. Uh, my second uh, small With flight. With and all, baby. I just... Uh, Finished the show Atlanta, the final season, the fourth season. Great show, but I just oh. can never really explain to anyone why I like it so much. It's just different. It's weird. It's quirky. I just like it. I Every like single show. episode like where Paperboy, Brian Tyree Henry, Paper was featured Paper in the episode. Boy. No spoiler alerts. Awesome. Awesome episodes because every episode is based on it is is different. There's non-sequitur episodes. They're not always even about Donald Glover or Paperboy, whatever. It's a great show, but it's different. It's not for everybody. Did it's, the fourth season just come out? I think it came out like last year or, or uh, end of 2022. That's the last season? Yeah, it's done. It's done? Yeah, it's done. Oh, wow. I don't um, know that. Uh, the final filet, uh, go ahead and cue your uh, jokes. Oh. Calling me softer than Charmin. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's going to go. You want to get it out Is of your system? Is it about you saving the world? No, it's not about me saving the world. I mean, there are some <laughs> possibilities of what it could be. Who I know, right? Just say my, my filet are this show, feelings. This show okay? is oh. my, my filet are <laughs> your feelings. Why? Because You got a moment with Mike, nigga? No, you acknowledge it, you feel it, you eat and it? then you process it. So if you hate something, you got to acknowledge that you hate it. You got to feel it. Feel the hate for a little bit. You got to. Don't ignore it. <laughs> of course. And then you can process <laughs> it and move on. Steer so, into the curve. So if you're boy, that what do you... That reminds me of my feeling for Fareed. You're still feeling it. You haven't <laughs> processed it yet. But at least you've acknowledged it. What is the filet? Have you said it yet? Feelings. feelings. Feel, acknowledging your feelings. Acknowledging so your if feelings. your boy gets a promotion and you feel some type of way toward him, you don't want to admit to yourself, I'm kind of jealous of this dude. But you are, so feel it, acknowledge it, and then process Let it, it, and then you'll be happy for him the next time he achieves something in life. But if you just ignore it and think this subversive underlying hate is there, it's not good. But this can apply to anything. Agreed. People just ignore their feelings. They don't acknowledge it. Just embrace, embrace it. it. Feel. Feelings. Feel. What I say? Acknowledge it. Feel it. You gotta uh, feel acknow- it. Acknowledgements with Urban. I like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody, like feel it. what you feel, man. Don't deny it. Nobody's here to judge you but you. No, sometimes you gotta deny it. Sometimes it'll put you in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simon. Yeah, don't what act you got? on your feelings. Filet. <laughs> no means no, Urban. Yeah. <laughs> but you're on Does it? No means no. Does this is my favorite I, podcast, I and I was told. <laughs> I just want to go ahead and I just want to go ahead and promote this episode's uh, sponsor. This this episode brought to you by Astroglide. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say Tampax. <laughs> Helping Urban save the world. Oh God! One slide at a time. If I gotta do it, I will. Goddamn! I'll bend over right now to save the world. Right now to save all you people in this room. Um. Filet Simon. All right. I don't know how to follow that yeah. filet, but uh, <laughs> uh, my filet is usually they are my um, they're usually my my grease ball. 
Mm-hmm. But this week they are my fillet. China's my fillet of oh, the week. Oh, this week. oh, oh that's my that, fillet, sir. <laughs> because these motherfuckers are playing U.S. You know, uh, Russia like world games better than anybody else. Yeah. Like they are like sitting down with Russia, trying to negotiate a ceasefire between Russia and Ukraine, which is pissing off America right. because America doesn't really want a ceasefire between Russia and Ukraine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you. like they're 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 like that 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 trick that you play on kids, right? Like they you know holding doing snake shit, and they have yeah. that hand. You know, behind their back, and over here, they're showing you them yeah. being the leader of the world right now, yeah, yeah, and yeah. them being the peacemakers, and them putting together all these BRICS countries. You know, solidifying that table that everybody's gonna have a seat at. Every right. major world power is gonna have a seat at, except for America and the Western powers. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's a great thing, but I'm just saying it's fucking genius, right? You know, what's, what's the thing about China? China, obviously, you know, top. You know, up there with the with the Americans, but all of their allies are like second rate. You know, they're like Iran and like Russia can't even fucking beat Ukraine. What you say about the islands? Like, America's got like Japan. They got like Australia. They got they got them like surrounded. They got Taiwan for the time being, for however long that lasts. They got Western Europe. Like if you did like a roster of the two sides, the West is still there, but like China is kind of navigating through all of that. Yeah, uh, but they're they're all of their allies are shit, like and it's North not Korea, extreme whatever. anymore. They don't have anybody, you know what I mean? But, but, and China, but all the BRICS fillet. countries are going to become their allies. What's that? All the BRICS countries are going to become their allies. Right. Like they're in Saudi Arabia, right. you know, making it with the Saudi Arabians, trying to get the the yuan to 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 replace the dollar right. as the as the exchange for uh for That's for, right, yeah. for oil. Yeah, that is a big they're deal. That's going to change a lot right. of they're things. They're making it's inroads gonna, in Africa too. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to cause again, the the, dro- the drop of the dollar. Dollar. Right. I mean, China is playing American yeah. games right now. Right. No, they're making moves. Yes. It's scary. But they do have a population <laughs> problem. We'll see how it shapes out in the next 20 years. But uh, so any, far, any so other fillet? No, no, no. Man, I only do one fillet and, and one, and one, and one grease ball. It's not called fillet. I thought you had a lot of nuts to bust. <laughs> you what happened to that? You only only on the faces of sluts after April 16th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you bust some nut during your uh, fast period. Simon you give us one nut. Simon is my last and final fillet for this episode. <laughs> oh, man. Mike, what you got? Raspy. All right. Um, he fucking Bingham took Lance because I always like to my give bad, my fillets my to the RF, you know, RFP. Oh, Lance Reddick? Okay. Oh, but, that's, that's your beat? If somebody's dead, that's your category? I mean, you better start, you start going first if you want to get these fillets because Bingham's coming out with like eight of them how, every I know, week. I know, right? Bingham's coming out with a grease ball. You better start however, going first. However, we didn't touch on this, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm gonna actually, so a little bit opposite of RIP, they, they, my fillet divvied out in RIP, uh, Nashville Police, Oh yeah, boy! I'm Nashville, gonna, the Nashville police. You well, guys heard of what the, happened? Yeah, the school the shooting. School shooting, oh, yeah. where this transgendered woman man decided to kill three old people and three nine-year-olds. Uh, the cops they typically meander around. Yeah. Like you, those you, those cowards, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Da da da. Guess what? The Nashville police did they said fuck that noise headshot i'm going in there they engaged immediately <laughs> yeah and then lit that litter yeah. lit it up lit it up yeah drop i mean but it doesn't solve anything no it doesn't. you know no. what i mean like it i mean is the, the problem no, remains no, you know, the, the i get the part is, but there I, were still people I, in there that the could have been killed right? yes, by this killer it, okay, it could have been more if they just if they sat and wait yeah, if they wait, slow footed yeah they did like those cowards in your vault correct 
They went in there. We swallow the they year. said, fuck that decade. noise. If we wait the fuck around, yeah. more. Yeah. So they went in there and handled business. Yeah, they kept we're, the body count low, but you're right. It didn't prevent, it didn't prevent sick people from dying. It's, from it's dying, reactive. But. You know what I mean? And that's that's like how much power the NRA has in this country. You I know, agree. Like, it's they, not they just, right. You're, yeah. To be fair, it's not just the NRA. There's a lot of people that are in support toward, of these. Uh, yeah, but I but mean, yeah, like right. the, the the main impetus behind yeah. it right. is the National Rifle Association. You right. know what I mean? Like without their lobbying and them convincing people that, oh, my God, you got to. Yeah. Every time there's a shooting, more gun sell. Oh, yeah. It literally, Every single if you, time. If you yeah. look at the gun to, chart, to date, it literally just, is that. Just, yeah. just, to, just to put things in perspective, till date, today is what, March 29th. Yeah. Yep. We have, we've had 130 mass shootings just this year just like the three, in four 2023 months. I mean, yeah. months, which oh, yeah. is ridiculous. is that real it's, it's a, yeah. yes it's a mass shooting is anything over ridiculous. two people right like i think three or four that's is more than one a day news anymore yeah it's a, it's a pretty oh, fast my I, re- I read this thing that was talking about this elementary what kind of country school. we live in man this, this elementary country. school that got shot up i want to say in um in scotland back in 1987 and oh, immediately the UK uh, enacted a bunch of, you know, uh, gun stricter safety. gun laws and gun control and all the. There has not been one mass shooting. Yeah. And the UK is not one country. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. several. Yeah. The UK is several Scotland, countries. They have uh, not had one Irish. mass shooting in a school right. since 1987. There was a similar story, I think, in Australia where Australia, there was a big incident thing. and then they clamped down. The only difference is I liken gun culture in America to a religion. Like, most people don't have guns, but the people who have guns have a lot of them, and yeah. they are not going to—it's going to be a problem trying to uh, convince Pull their those guns people. Away. But like, it's almost like it's like you're attacking somebody's like identity. Yeah, and you're like, can yeah. we talk about—we're like you're, we're kind of like talking about just like nibbling at the edges. Like, can we try some sort of this approach, or maybe not these war weapons that are out there yeah. that are killing and they're yeah, yeah. bursting through? I want through. my AR- But like, I want like everything. You can't even take— yeah. It's like there's no restriction, like magazine restrictions. No, you can't do that. It's like you're not even giving the uh, first responders an opportunity to do anything. Yeah, they're not giving an inch because they're thinking you're just not. You're not here for the inch. You're here for the whole thing. Right, but I mean, at least the more guns there are, the more chances bad things. Yeah, it's just a numbers game. Like the more Doritos are lying around, the more obese we're gonna be. Like it's it's not this simple. But if gun law, if gun laws were just just a bit stricter. Maybe will pe- maybe people would find a way to lock up the the responsible owners will right. find a way to lock up these guns in a way where other people can't have right. access to them, namely children. Right, right, and, and yeah, even if you took away the uh, uh, mass shootings at schools, at parks, at, at concerts, there are like accidental discharges at home because of the recklessness. Yeah, that people because there's use. no laws against yeah. it. The kid can find a gun, and, right. you know, in a place that's easily accessible, yeah. and now you have you know. A kid who's been bullied who's not going to the school to shoot up the school or right. whatever yeah. it is, whether it's a psychopath or sociopath or whatever. But, I mean, I don't have any kids, but the fact that none of my brothers and sisters can let their kids ride the bus is a problem. Yeah. Like, oh, we, yeah. I, we, I just don't walk to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an elementary, it's student. like a real decision yeah. for I parents. I would never let my kid walk right. to school yeah, it's a in this real, type of situation. It's a real decision these days about no, the I mean, bus and walking. Gazzy and Dean say we want to ride the bus. That nah, I'll drop you. I'll off. drop you off. You know, here's like, your that's shank, insane. Gazzy. Here's your shit, <laughs> Dean. You'll be all right. <laughs> like nah. Hey, bro. in honor of Simon's comments, man. Uh, maybe we should eradicate the rapid fire segment. No more pew pew pew. 
sound effects? Should we get rid of that? Is that insensitive? No, no. Just one pew. Yeah, one pew. One pew. No, you got to do a two. You got to do fillets. No, that was it. Before we get we're taking it too far. Now we're taking it. Mike probably had like seven fillets and Benyam took six of them. All right, Benyam. Grease ball. You were a bitch of a lion stepper too. How many you got? How many grease balls you got? I got two and a half. Two and a half. All right, go for it. All right. First one is, man, Earp is going to hate me for this, but Bad Bunny. Oh, oh what did well, he Akash do? is really going to uh, hate bad, you, but I like me yeah, some Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, man. So Bad Bunny allegedly is dating Kendall Jenner now, right? El so Conejo you know, Malo, they've been, I know. They've, they've been seen together in you know Stupid different places in Calabasas, I thought she was Miami, with Devin New Booker. York, so, yeah, that's where who that's, knows who's Devin with Booker him. comes into this picture. Okay. So the reason why Bad Bunny is getting a grease ball is because apparently he brings up Devin Booker in one of his lyrics. Oh, in a lyric, boy? he says, huh? In a go ahead, go ahead. The speculation is he's talking about Devin Booker. And okay. you know, of course you can, you can, you can see for yourself that, you know, he's Puerto Rican. So just to give you guys an idea of, of uh, his background. Is so he saying this in, in lyric, Spanish? Says, uh, is it translated? In, well, go ahead. It's, it's what in, is it? Everything. The article is in English. So I'm assuming, I don't oh, know. Okay. Uh, so, he says, um, he says on an Instagram post, he says, the sun in Puerto Rico is hotter than a phoenix. And she and she knows it, right? Okay. So okay. Okay. everybody's like, damn. He's well, that, yeah, a, that's a, a dig at Devin, at, uh, Devin Booker. Booker. Yeah. Love Devin Booker. Devin Booker, the class act he is. He goes, he worried about another man again. And just leaves it at that. So, you know, the feud is it's just a very interesting. Yeah, he's a little, you know, he, I don't, I don't get bad buddy. Like, what, what the heck? Like, why, why yeah, do those you, bitches like, get around, boy? You, Woo, right? They just, be and, but, but I just don't understand, like, why? Oh, man. And then another one, Grease Ball, Michael Jordan. Actually, oh, this could again. Be like, Michael Jordan again. Should have seen this coming. He, what did he do? This loser, well, he's <laughs> actually, I'm happy with He's selling his stake in the Charlotte Hornets because oh, of his failures. So this is actually, I mean, that's I'm a good very, thing. He sucks at being a GM. Yeah, right. It's it's just such a wonderful Damn. feeling because you know, God I'm not a does love Benyam, King Chuck, <laughs> and now Michael man, Jordan. Benyam has hated Michael Jordan for like thirty years. <laughs> I know. But finally, finally, finally get his finally. shot. <laughs> I remember it, back it, in like 1996, Benyam was like, "Kobe gonna be way better than Jordan. <laughs> dog. He's gonna be way better." I, I, I will say, you know, he is the greatest player that ever played. Give him credit. Okay, but don't like the person. But fuck him still. Yeah, still. All right. Although I enjoyed watching. You play. should give Isaiah um, Thomas a call. Yeah. Isaiah no, Thomas actually, hates I, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually hate, I, I actually hate Isaiah Thomas more than Michael Jordan. So that <laughs> really? <I'm> like, <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. And then the last one, the last one is whoever this agent is that posted this picture. If you guys look on your, uh, the did you buffer, say agent or Asian? Agent, agent. Oh, okay. Because so I was about to say, stop a, Asian hate, man. I, I know. So I, I, I look at a lot of houses, you know, menu. real estate guys. So I look at a lot of postings. So there's this guy that posted this uh, million dollar house in West in Key West, Florida, right? And the first pic is just this picture that looks like a guy taking a, just like a piss going into okay. the water. Don't know why he thought that was a good idea, but uh, just want to give him a grease ball. Now, what's this guy's name? Okay, I won't put him is this, out there. Is but... this stick that he's so close that he can pee into the ocean? No, no. If you guys look at it, I, I sent oh, you the, the okay. picture in, must have a pretty in, strong the, in the group. Uh, but who chooses that as a first picture for a listing of a million-dollar property? <laughs> this is such a terrible decision. So I just want to give him that. So that is my... <laughs> That's that, a nice-ass house, though. I'm not going to lie. 
I know, right? But I would have to, yeah. Out of all the picks you could have picked, why would you make that the first one? Yeah, that's a good point. That's what? a beautiful house. Squirting. Yeah. Uh... It's a beautiful house, but it's just, come on, huh? man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty bad first picture. Yeah, he's bad, hurting bad, for a squirting. That's what it I was. I mean, Damn, all this, right. this man must love flamingos. Yeah, I know. He's got all right, we're done, right, Benio? You're done at least? All right, Hamster. All right, Bob? so th- I don't think this is a follow-up. This follow is so up. hard to choose from, right? Yeah, this is, uh, I don't think it's a follow-up to any prior grease ball or fillets, but there was a musician, uh, his name is, uh, he still is a musician, uh, Afro Man, and he oh. made the news. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You get a grease ball for that, he Not, should get a fillet. That reminds me of Athens, dude. All right, so uh, months ago, there was a raid on his house. The police raided this guy's house. They ransacked through his things. They fucked up his stuff. They broke his door. They, you know, these raids, they don't care about your property. They, yeah. they go through everything. Uh, and, you know, his house is full of cameras. And so he uses the footage from the cameras to make a video, a, a music, music video. video. Oh. Pretty funny music video. Uh, and that's not the grease ball. The grease ball is that those cops <laughs> are suing him. <laughs> Because he used their Without his image, and, right? yeah, and and it caused them. I want to get the language right. It caused this video caused them emotional distress, embarrassment, ridicule, loss of reputation, and humiliation. <laughs> they emotional damage. They ransacked his house, and the and and the uh, search warrant showed uh, narcotics and and kidnapping. Like clearly, there was nobody kidnapped in this home, but they were going through all of this stuff. They're going through his suits. And he was making a joke about that, like, is somebody yeah. kidnapped there? Is somebody kidnapped there? <laughs> and so the grease ball goes, yeah, some, do you want a slice of my pound yeah. cake? They're like, they're like opening the thing for his pound cake, and they're looking at it. Oh, man, that shit is fucking classic. It is, yeah, oh, it, it's God. very funny. Uh, so, yeah, the grease ball goes to the cops, like, okay. eat That's a good one. shit and shut the fuck up. But now he's going to countersue them to, you know, make his thing. As he should. The yeah, they should have let that shit go because right. now he has an opening to countersue them. Yeah. yeah. All the shit that they fucking destroyed in his house. Yeah. Yep. Damn. What a dummy. He, he needs to get Michael Irvin's lawyer. Man. <laughs> Dude, Afro <laughs> Man. Baby. I haven't heard that name or that song probably in 20 years. Right. He got a new song now, yeah, but he got a new I song. guess he, he got, got two new songs. It's two of them. It's not uh, just one music video. I got a very simple grease ball, man. Lawyers, enough said. Just in general? Fuck off! <laughs> Those legal people. Simon, grease ball. My grease ball you goes to... You must I, wrote your last check, Urban. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Hence the grease ball. <laughs> um, damn. Get that shit on layaway, Damn, bro. Urban always gives me fucking hard fucking right. grease balls and fillets I'll to follow I'll give it to you up. hard, Simon, if the world is hey, at stake. Hey, April 16th, get in line. You watch yourself, <laughs> and you're fucking two inches. Um, I'm a grower, not a show. Around. <laughs> yeah, think mm-hmm. about it. Think about it. Um, my grease ball goes to, I, I guess y'all already had this conversation. My grease ball goes to Joel Embiid. Oh, uh, yeah, awesome. yeah. We did, I I just, think we did like, talk about this before you I, came I, I just think that that's a good one. There's no way that you can be talking shit against your main contender for the MVP yeah. that plays the same position as you, plays heads up against you, and then decide to sit in like a win-all, be-all kind right. of game for right. MVP. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way you True. can talk shit about him and then decide to sit out that game. Right. That's now, just, to me, that's Ham bullshit. Is saying that was he, he was not hurt, actually though. injured? Like I know he was talking shit, even knowing that he likely maybe wasn't took a play. mental health day. Like you, you, you think it was that? You think it was like a mental health? Well, to be fair to Embiid, a little bit when they played early in the season, 
Embiid put it on Jokic. He put up 47. He did. He put up 41 and 18 in in Philly, but this game was in Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joel Embiid has not played in Denver against Jokic in four games. Oh, wow. You only get one game. Yeah. You only get one game against against somebody in in a different conference. He has dodged Jokic in Denver for four games in a row. Hey. So if you're hurt or if you're not going to be able to play that game, you need to shut your fucking yeah, mouth. Yeah, zip it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Just zip it. Yeah. I wouldn't have yeah. any problem yeah. with him sitting out right. if he didn't put himself out there. Right. But if you're going to put yourself out there against the guy that plays your position yeah. and has beaten you out for MVP the last two years, you need to get your ass right. out there. And he will beat him out uh, for a third year. He's going to win probably. probably. Is uh, he? Yeah, Because, I, so. I mean, they had Embiid as, yeah. the, as the front runner. Yeah, it looks neck and neck now, yeah. Vegas house. But, hey, Embiid, if he... But sound, he hurt himself with that. Yeah. You can't sound talk like shit a duck, and sit. Walk like a duck, talk like a duck. He's a duck, man. He's ducking Jokic, man. Yeah, he's whether he was hurt ducking. or not, it's a bad look. That right? was that was some like prime Floyd uh, ducking uh, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Mike? Grease ball. Uh, keep it super easy, simple. Remember Ruby Bridges, the little African American girl who yeah, back in school? like the sixties yeah. got in enrolled and enrolled in. Yeah. So they have a movie about it. That's part of uh, a Florida school. The county is it's one of their allowable movies. Okay. So of course you got a Karen that doesn't want their children watching it. So she put a petition out to the school to like we my child doesn't need to watch such things. Don't fucking watch it. I, it's a school thing though. It's on the school's list. Keep of your kid shit at home watch. that day. I, I agree. Now this is not like uh, like a, a violent showing. It's not like it isn't sh- right. So like what her, is the reason that, that, that it happened? I mean it's nonfiction, it's, right? It's real. Critical right? race real. theory. Yeah. Ask yeah. them what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically saying that she's like, no, it's teaching students that white people hate black people. Well, in that instance, they did. I mean, news. in that specific <laughs> instance, I mean, yes, that's what happened then. And it's teaching kids. Racial slurs. That's the reasoning behind it. However, the school stuck to their guns. It's still oh, an improved uh, movie. Where right? is this? Is it is this in the state where yeah. Ruby Bridges went to school? No, no, no I think no, it's no. just Florida. Florida, right? yeah. St. Petersburg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking Florida. So I like to say, you're a greaseball. Come on, can stop I, it. Can I ask a follow up question? Yes, sir. Which movie is going to be the bigger hero movie? Ruby Bridges or Stetson Bennett? Mm. <laughs> Ruby fucking bridges, bro. How many times has she won? <laughs> Stop it! You guys are fucking terrible people. To even what was her grade at the combine? <laughs> What's her forty? Did she, did she walk onto her high school team like Stetson walked on to UGA? And did she stumble out of jail bro. like Stetson? <laughs> Come on! Did she get locked up? <laughs> For winning back-to-back That's championships, right. you guys are fucking <laughs> terrible people. That is my grease ball. The go. fucking parent. Shout out, shout out, Ruby, Ruby Bridges. All right, final shout thoughts, guys. Bridges. Final thoughts. We might actually crack under two hours. This oh, could yeah, be a record for us. Good, bro. Yeah, I did my table bang one time for, uh, for the listeners. Oh, at the please end. don't say it that way. All right, anybody? Final thoughts? <laughs> you got ten seconds. Final thoughts. You guys make sure that you uh, that you log into Amazon and you pay your subscription for uh, the BBC channel. Okay? <laughs> BBC, BBC Select, Select yeah. <laughs> BBC Select. Hey, not premiere. All right, guys. We no will final see thoughts. you I'm in good. a few weeks. Hopefully, Toodaloo. deuces.